on this very special episode, we talk about Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. And as always, there will be spoilers! Here are a complete review of the film with favorite moments and memorable characters. We also cover the grand opening of the Rise of Resistance attraction at Disneyland. That definitely went the way we thought it would. Also, droid acting, Moni Myrtle, The Child, and more on this standalone episode of the Mousepire Podcast. I'm Anthony. I'm Diggs. I'm Dan. Welcome to Mousepire, your source for Star Wars, Disney, and everything in between. This is the podcast where both empires collide. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Mousepire Podcast. Star Wars, nothing but what? Oh, I think, hi. I think it's Star Wars. Okay. Are we here? We are here for Star Wars. In fact, we have nothing really ever else to talk about this week, so it's not going to be like uh, most every other time where we've had, uh, you know, you get the, the uh, well, you never really release them in the same time. You usually would release the, the Star Wars episode like on a Monday or something after yeah. we did the other but this week, all you're getting is literally nothing but Star Wars with a little bit of Lunar New Year at the end. Oh, yes. But you're going to pretend that this was just a Star Wars episode, and uh, then you're going to pretend that the Lunar New Year part is like a standalone episode, but without a standalone. Okay. Did you get that? I was alone. Okay. okay. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, here we are. We are here to talk about Rise of Skywalker... Episode nine well, every of time, Star Wars. Every time you say rise, every time I hear rise in any of the Star Wars, I always want to say it. Rise. Exactly. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I well, see we if I would have had that hey. queued up already, I could have just done it. Yeah, you forgot the happy birthday. Happy birthday to me. Oh, what? Wait, whose birthday is it? Well, Martin Luther King was last week. Oh. And it's Martin Luther King Day. Well, it's literally Martin this. Luther King, yes. We are recording on Martin Luther King. I I mentioned that in last week's episode right. that we would re- Recording on Martin Luther King. James Earl Jones. Oh, yes. New Martin Luther King. <laughs> Wait, didn't he? Well, he's a king. He's a, well, king. Yeah, he's Mufasa, though. But uh, anyway. Yeah, no. His uh, birthday was yesterday. Oh, yeah. James Earl Jones' birthday. Yeah, That's James right. Earl Jones' birthday was yesterday. Is, I have no idea how old he is, but he looks good he's for his like age. 89 or yeah, something. Yeah, he's pretty old. He's getting up there, and it's, yeah. I'm a little worried. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. Know, yeah. Getting a lot yeah. of people up getting up there, and I'm kind of worried. If we ever record wrestling again we can talk yeah, about the yeah. passing well, of it was christmas break we could talk about the passing of the rock's father yeah uh rocky johnson so uh yes star wars we are here don't let them end uh every time we talk i rise i just i think about uh oh uh, dark knight rises which uh, <laughs> that's a good movie too there's probably some weirdos that would probably say that's a better movie but those people would uh, be wrong I was talking about. 
Uh, so uh, There's nobody I know. Yes. Uh, before we get to the actual movie, though, we do have some other Star Wars, at least related items to talk about, uh, having to do with the park because a certain other rise. Everything's rising. Whoa! <laughs> whoa! Whoa! Hey. Whoa! Whoa! I think you meant the crowds. Hey. I'll think of crowds and yeah. prices and things like that. <laughs> wow. Uh, just uh, crowds real quick. Use of the uh, app. My mom went to uh, Knott's today because uh, we had also convinced her to get a pass. I'm going to stop listening right about now. Uh, <laughs> and uh, no, she had to uh, part. They had the Western parking lot open. She had oh, really? Over there, yeah. Wow. Today. Yeah. She got there like at uh, by noon and they had the Western parking lot open. She had to park over there. I was like, woo. Man, I hope I don't ever have to park over there, especially when they have that open and they're making you walk around. I did for knots. You know they do that for, shit, right? For Scary Farm, we used to park on that side. Well, the one was, time I went with these guys, not Scary Farm, we had to park over. Well, no, we that's to, where I wanted to park because it was easier to get into. When I worked in knots, that's where we parked was hmm. on that side because that's where cast parking was. But, uh, yeah, so anyways, getting to the parks, uh, Rise of Resistance opened on Friday, uh, and it went pr- pretty much as expected. Broke down. Yeah, broke down all day. Uh, basically, yeah. Uh, people, we, we counted four times. Okay, but I stopped counting. <laughs> so you didn't, you didn't, uh, you didn't try to get on it. No, no it was like It wasn't the plan for me to no. try to get on that ride. We, I got to the park about one o'clock to yeah, yeah. around there, normal time. Yeah, and 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 of course, well, by eight oh one, they were already oh, done. Yeah, let's talk about that for a second. So I know we'll get into how the thing works, but um. If you've paid attention to any of the podcasts or anything, the posts out there from the app, you're supposed to get the boarding group. So on a whim, and I already knew that I wasn't going to go Friday at all because I'm like, no, let them. It's going to break down a bunch. Let them work out the kinks. All the crazies are going to be out. Exactly. You know, trying to get on. Like, I'll wait. I got time. It's not going anywhere. It'll be 45 minutes soon enough. And uh, I got on the app at eight, just after eight o'clock, and um, just saw, hey, can I actually? Would it even let me try to get a boarding pass? It did. I pushed a button and it said, "You're in a like, you're in a backup group." Right. So basically, by eight o by eight o five, it was already done, and I understand a couple of minutes out. So you actually should done. legitimately tried to yeah, get a pass I, as I opposed just, to other people who got fake passes and uh, oh yeah got hooked up with passes somehow and then still complained about it later. I wanted to see. Oh, sorry, Michael. I wanted to see what I would see when I actually do get my turn to go and try to get on the ride. Right. That's what I wanted to see. Because I wanted to be... That makes sense. No surprises. Logical. I wanted to be like, yeah, to be like, okay, this is what you do. This is everybody's kind of said. Piece them all together. And here's how I'm going to do it to try to do that. That's what I did. And I just was like on a whim. Then I went and told them... Um, actually, I went and told Parks and Cons. Uh, I was like, hey, have you seen this? And he's like, no, I haven't looked at it yet. And he's like, yeah, it's five after eight, man. It's already like they're in you know, backup groups, which means I probably wouldn't even get to ride if I was there. So yeah, didn't didn't bother didn't bother this weekend. Yeah, the uh, the numbers I saw was it sold out in uh, that they uh, all boarding groups on Friday were gone in ten minutes. No, it was and less than that. Eight oh five, we were done. Something like that. And then I saw either way, all I saw is that they went they actually uh, by Sunday it it had gone. They had disappeared in um, less time each day. Hmm. And they were uh, by Sunday. It was they were all gone in like three minutes or something like that, or two minutes. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, the whole weekend, basically Friday, Saturday, Sunday, uh, they were all gone. If you weren't there in the morning, uh, we can get into how uh, their uh, system of giving out the boarding passes was basically uh, screwed up for those people who had waited overnight because 
Uh, people who were there who had been there waiting since midnight had as, as much chance of getting a uh, boarding group, uh, an early boarding group, as someone who didn't show up until well, okay, five till eight. On. So we've talked about this, and not, I don't want to make this a debate. But we've talked about this when it comes to Comic Con. Right. That it should be that. I don't have a problem with that. I really don't have a problem with that. It should be. It should be random. It should be. Well, they need to say you, that. You, though. you need to be in the park at this time when the app opens. Well, then okay, say that. Right. Just say, then, hey, then they need well, that, to that's say. That's what it does say. And then not let people wait. Okay, but, okay, so there was people lining up overnight and camped out. Right. They let the, those guests in the park early, of sure. course. Of course. Right. Even way before the rope drop. You need you know, something to do with them. They yeah, had people, I believe, uh, waiting in Tomorrowland also. So they had that many people they who did, filled yeah. up Main Street. They filled up Tomorrowland with people. Now, our friend Debbie was there, of course. Of course. And right when it was open to get the boarding group, uh, she got boarding group 99. Did she get, was she able to get on? She did get on. End of the day. Uh, probably, I'm going to say uh, it was close to about 9 o'clock, yeah. 10 mm-hmm. o'clock. That's where she finally got on. But, but again, she was there at 1 in the morning waiting to get this, and she had to wait all night to go on the They're ride 18 yeah. hours no 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 that part that part does suck but i mean we're looking at us who are annual pass holders who if i wanted to i could go home knowing like i'm not i'm gonna i can go home for a little while if i got group 99 i can come back you know right after lunchtime or whatever go get a quick nap you know hang out somewhere go which nap is what in the truck. she should have done probably right, right. And, and that that does suck for people who are just there for the day well you're gonna no not really because you're gonna be there for the day anyway so you're good but you're it goes back to your point that if 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 everybody has the same chance uh, whether you don't matter what time you get there, then you have to absolutely not let people be able to line up thinking right. that they're going to get in I, I, uh, I, I early. Think, should, I think that's fair. They shouldn't have let all those people in on the main street at six a.m. because that's about what time it was. It was right. it was a five six it was six six thirty or something. Probably like that. I, I don't know. No, the yeah. only the only thing I, I s- know because it, I was up when she went to work and I was looking at Parsons College was like we're on Main Street. Yeah, well, and I was like, uh, but I was like, if they they should have let them in there, thinking that oh, we're on Main Street already, that means we're definitely going to get on the ride probably early or first. But then you know, all of a sudden they're like, nope, you still have to do this. So there wasn't even any point on being on Main Street. They could have literally have just been uh, outside. Well, because you said you have to come in to even do the boarding, right? You have to be scanned, right? Is that what it is? You have yes. to be scanned in. So, okay, so the, the that's only, literally the only reason to let them in is to only let those so those people could do it, but then it doesn't matter how long you were there, you could just show up and then just be in the game. But that, like, that's what I'm afraid of, and that's why I would try to get there early, is not is not because I, I like I'm okay with that being random, because it's gonna be like that. I have no need to get there at one o'clock in the morning, but I need to get there early enough to make sure I'm scanned in before eight o'clock. Right. That's what I'm I'm concerned about. If they don't want if they if it's not if it's gonna be that random, then don't let people Show up, right? And I understand. I mean, it. I know I, that it, they did a little bit of that when Rise of with uh, the uh, Galaxy's Edge first opened. They tried to say it doesn't matter. You don't. There's no point in showing up early because we're going to do this. And yeah, people still did it. Stop them from freaking doing it. You yeah, know? yeah. And Put I feel people so, out there and say you can't be here. There's no reason for you to be here. Freaking leave. I feel sorry for Debbie, honestly, but I feel like. That's it's fair. It's fair to it's everyone. The chance so she took. Yeah, she knows, she knows the risk. Of course, but there's people that don't know the risks, and then you get a long ass line at customer service because, or at guest relations because their people didn't know the risk. So when they could have just avoided that risk by just not doing it. I haven't seen anything with this. So DAS works the same way. It's just all just boarding groups. That I don't know. 
I didn't. I've, I've, seen, I've seen, seen a lot of people anything. bitching about DAS, so it must be. It eventually will calm down. I'm not. I'm oh, not yeah, worried definitely. about that. I'm not worried. Yeah, everything does. So I don't get on it the first day. I'm not hurt by that. I don't want to get in line and then have to be stuck in the line like we were for Millennium Falcon. That was right. bad enough. Right. Uh, where I mean, and that was that was just. That random, was nothing. That was a, nothing. That was just random. That was nothing. Yeah. But I don't want to get stuck. You know, when they break down and they're down for 45 minutes or one of these extended times that they're down and i don't want to be dealing with that i'd rather for them to work those kinks out and then be like or wait until the line's a little bit shorter or wait until they do turn dos back on or for somebody or you know just any other way of just going on it rather than taking the chances of being in that line when it breaks down and i'm just like i don't need that so i can wait this on in the first weekend most everybody that i've seen that i know has been down there for the weekend uh just different random people um one of those three days has has gotten it like and and actually ridden it so it's not impossible it just it's, no 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 it's, it's not impossible. you're just gonna yeah you're gonna wait and i mean basically the point is those that you have to be there early yeah right now it will eventually be indiana jones which is why yeah, yeah, yeah exactly 45 then, to 60 minute wait 90 on a busy day that's just what it's gonna be yeah exactly so i'm not not concerned about that it'll happen eventually the ride itself though like i hear um one of the kids that works for me has a brother who's a cast member too, and she was able to get on. And she said, "I really liked it." She's like, "The whole, it felt like the whole thing was just an experience." So you know, I haven't heard anything bad about it at all. Everybody that I've seen has been like, "No, I mean, no, the, it's actually really cool. It's really interactive. Just really, wow." Yeah, as far as the ride itself right. and breaking down, notwithstanding, yes, I have heard nothing negative about the ride, as opposed to Millennium Falcon, which. Everybody had something to say about right. the Millennium Falcon. And so when you think about it, too, like I've seen several people. Um, I know people are bitching and whining. Oh, the freaking way the system works. But I saw somebody post, uh, a well-known YouTuber for Disney had posted, well, you, you know what? I'm going to give him credit for this because this ride opened. And yes, it is this. And it's kind of like we're getting used to it, working out kinks and all that, of course. But if you remember when anything else opened, how long the lines, how long these lines were. You know, Star Tours opens, it's all the way down, you know, coming out to Tomorrowland, all the way down Main Street. When Indiana Jones that. opens, how long it is. Because we've got to remember the, the Adventureland sign that just got taken off, that pole was there, that random pole was there for the line for Indiana Jones. I know, I stood in that part of the line. <laughs> <laughs> right, so as, as far as that's concerned, like that may, well, yeah, that's better. I'd, I'd, rather, I'd rather wait, as a pass holder, freaking entitled, the pass hole over here, I would rather wait. Take it on it when I know it's going to be manageable, then they have to deal with a mess or try to wait you know, four or five hours in line. Absolutely, that's why that. I, I. That's why even after I had came back and uh, got my pass and went back to Galaxy's Edge, I mean, I, we didn't make. I didn't make any kind of uh, big hurry to get on uh, Millennium Falcon. Yeah, no, and we would have got on sooner. He, you got on with me, and I think did we talk about this? I don't even yeah, know. What we did. We yeah, we did a little bit. Um, but he got on with uh, me, and it's just the ride. One side was down, we think, right? Which is why it took a little bit longer than it should have. But normally, you can catch that right about thirty minutes. It's not even a thing anymore. But it was definitely a much better experience uh, waiting and then getting to go on with a group, yeah, rather than being on there with some uh, yokels <laughs> who don't know how to engineer. Right, yeah, I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'll get on the ride eventually. We'll all get on the ride eventually. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, it's not going nowhere. It's no big deal. Let's talk popcorn. Popcorn. Can we talk popcorn? And uh, uh, spaceships. Spaceships yeah. <laughs> and uh, small small 
things of fries. <laughs> <laughs> no, I already talked about the small things of fries. You got it with popcorn, I assume. I got it with popcorn, and I'll tell you why I got it. That wasn't the intent. So we went to the park last week, uh, that weekend after it came out, because my, my brother was like... Oh, uh, just we were talking about the Millennium Falcon. The Millennium Falcon, yeah. He's like, well, I want to get that and maybe the Tumblr. I'm not sure about the Tumblr, but for sure the Falcon. You're okay. the metal tumbler. The metal tumbler yeah. you were talking about, yeah. He, he, he's still debating it. Not sure. But we get off uh, Star Tours, and he's like, hey, uh, we decided to wait a little bit. We're like, well, let's wait a little bit till we're actually like, we're going to get fries. Let's wait till we're actually kind of hungry and eat the fries. <laughs> Just like throw them away, right? <laughs> so by the time we got off Star Tours, we're like, okay, yeah, let's, let's get those fries now. That, sound, that sounds good. So you go on the app? Yeah, I just ordered it in the app. He had just done it. I try to go in the app, and it keeps telling me to get pick another restaurant. Pick another restaurant? What the hell? Kept going through, trying to load it. It's not doing it. It's showing me arrival times to put in. I can go through, and then all of a sudden it tells me, nope, pick another restaurant. What the heck? <laughs> denied. I got denied, yeah. So I was like, what the heck? I mean, it hadn't gone like just closed or something? Or Well, so I didn't know what was going on. But he had, in the meantime, he put like right before me, I mean, not even a minute before me did he put his in. I asked him, did you do it? He said, yeah, I just, I just finished ordering it. And I just clicked, I'm here, prepare my order. Okay, so I do it, don't go. I'm like, well, I'm going to go ask the guy what the heck's going on. Because it's supposed to be at the place mobile order only is right. what it's supposed to be. So we walk up there and I'm going to ask him and he ends up, we actually walked up to him telling somebody else, oh no, that's mobile order only and we actually just closed mobile order. Uh, but what time was that? 11. So an hour before the park closed? Yeah, but that's not the times that were on the app. Galactic Grill is supposed to be open until late as the park is open. Right. That's one of the latest opening open restaurants. Yeah, but is the mobile, did the whole thing close or just the mobile order? I Well... I I don't think the whole thing closed. I didn't stick around, um, but it seems like it was just the mobile order. But yeah. that's dirty because the times in the app went past eleven o'clock. I could have gotten stuff until midnight on the mobile order on the app. So I'll, I'll accept that it closes at eleven. That's not a thing because it's not that busy, you know, that late. But why are the times there? That bothered me. So I didn't get it for twenty four ninety nine. I had to go get popcorn for. 27. Well, actually, if you remember from last week's episode, I said that uh, there was no discount and they still put tax. So it actually comes to. It's pretty uh, close. Yeah. It comes to 26 something. I think you said 94. 94. Yeah. It comes to 26. Literally saved pennies. So, yes. yeah. You well, that would have sent saved pennies. Right. Well, the line for popcorn wasn't. It wasn't that long. It maybe took me. I don't know. I'm actually or, shocked that the popcorn was still open minutes. that late. Yeah, actually, now that I think about it, you're right. I'm actually really shocked that they the popcorn usually at 11 at o'clock? Wow. They usually close at 10. Shocked. Yeah, they do usually close at 10. You would have been really boned. You know, actually, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I mean, Let, I'm shocked that it was open that late. I really hadn't Crazy. planned on getting it until I saw the damn thing. And then it was like, <laughs> I'm, I'm guilty of that a lot. I'm guilty of that with the Christmas tree, getting the Christmas tree. Because um, I just, I was like, oh, that's cute. And then you see it and you're like, oh, crap. I'm going to end up by. I'm guilty of that with the Oogie Boogie head. <laughs> yeah. And I'm guilty of that with the three pieces that are the hitchhiking ghost because they, they just had it. But you're right. Yeah, most of them. It's, it's, it's hard to find popcorn in the park after 10. You right. have to go on to Main Street. Right. Yeah. Or, yeah. The park, I, know, I think right, about yeah, it. Everything else is, is closed. Yeah, but it's actually it's really cool. It lights up in the back. I think I'm going to take it. and um, I'm not going to punch any holes or anything in it, but I'm going to tie fishing wire to it and hang it from my classroom and the, 
you know, from the ceiling. You may not need to punch any holes because the, where the lid is, where the where the gun, where the, it opens, yeah. is right in the middle. Right. And if you just kind of loop the fishing line and then close it, it may be enough. Oh, it may be enough to it have a pull. It may have enough center gravity yeah. to just hold it where it's not going to... Well, because otherwise I can, I can do like a little slip knot or something up above, uh, or the actual knot you tie... On a fishing line, I forget right. what it's called, but it's the actual knot that you use that pulls tight like that too. Right. Um, on the two uh, where the the escape pod Whoa. would fit. Hang <laughs> <laughs> from it there. Right. And no, then, I which and then I, I've got the black tie fighter to get next to it, or I can get um, I can go get the the mug. <laughs> Let's talk about the Kyle mug. Ren's Let's mug. talk about the mug. The mug came out on Friday, and uh, they call it a mug. Of course, we've been through before how they their naming of things. They call the mug what I call mugs. They call steins. What they call steins. They what I call steins. They call steins. I think also or <laughs> something. But uh, so that they, went nowhere. So they came out with a uh, with a uh, Kylo Ren's uh, tie. Uh, this one's the whisper, right? Or it was the silencer was the one from the Last Jedi. This one's the whisper. And it's the one that you see in uh, that Ray jumps over, uh, and uh, they came out with one that looks really cool. It's uh, it's supposedly a mug, uh, from what I've heard and seen the pictures of. It's very it would be very uh, impractical as an actual mug. Oh yeah, like you would have to lift it up and you have to be like some barbarian. Blah, blah. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I wish you guys could see this. <laughs> <laughs> you wish you could. But, uh, well, uh, the popcorn bucket is impractical as a popcorn bucket. Although, like, no, no one eats popcorn out of it. Hey, you know what? To be honest, though, I mean, if you put it around you, though, and the opening is right here. Oh, right? let's talk that. That's how everybody was wearing it. Right. Everybody wore it around their neck because no one was like, oh, let me get a backpack and put this in. That one day, I don't bring a backpack. <laughs> I decided to actually buy the fall. Well, I had her carry because so. she was able to put it ar- <laughs> around her like a purse. <laughs> And that's when I came up the whole day. I'm ideal. I'm like, I guarantee there's going to be some some uh, woman Han Solo cosplayers later in the year. They're going to oh, be yeah, using that as that. a purse. No, it's I've, perfect. All of us were walking around like Flavor Flav. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. But, but the funny thing is, you pass somebody, you know, who had it on another guy who had it on. You just look at each other and kind of like just point at each other like, "That's right, that's right." Yeah. <laughs> but we you got this dog and popcorn bucket. Now, does the uh, do you know if the uh, does the uh, the Kylo Ren have a Strapped to? Uh, no idea. Can you put it around? No idea. Like, I haven't seen it. Big, like, yeah, and I didn't go to. This is the first weekend I haven't been to the park in weeks. Okay, well, we'll have to get more information on that one. It is. I'll probably end up bringing one home. Uh, it's currently on sale, uh, also at Galactic Grill. It comes with uh, a choice of uh, fountain drink, and okay. then you can also get it. Uh, what was it? The fruit and uh, all of the fruit and vegetable stands, or did you just see? It no, just the, the fruit car in Tomorrowland. The one in Tomorrowland. Okay, so just the one in Tomorrowland. Uh, you get it for nineteen something. And it's eighteen ninety nine, right at Galactic Grill. 18, D- discount or no? Eight eighteen forty nine at the grill. Oh, eighteen forty nine, and um, it is like nineteen forty nine at the uh, food cart. Uh, now you and can you can get grapes or uh, pineapple. Oh, I like both of them. Now you can get uh, that with the. You don't need the mobile app to get that, like with the Millennium Falcon, but you can get it with the mobile app, I believe. Uh, now I haven't seen anything or verified whether the AP discount works on that one or not. I'm going to say that they'll probably lock you out like they did with the Falcon. Right. But, uh, yeah, so that means it'll probably come to actually almost the same price as basically, it's probably almost the same price as what it is with the fruit, the 19 something, right? Yeah. I, uh, there's no, um, straps or anything. Oh, there's no strap? No. It's not strapped. Well, I'll, I'll find a way to hang in cause I envision a little 
battle in the corner of my classroom. Yeah. I I really want that one. It looks really cool. I think it looks way better than the original TIE Fighter bucket. That's for sure. I'm still kind of glad I didn't get that one. I do like the ADAT, though. Yeah, I never did get the ADAT. I just, it was, yeah, I don't know, was kind, cool. of, kind of impractical. I mean, it was cool looking, but. It was way better than that TIE Fighter. The, well, the TIE Fighter I got for free. You know what I really liked about the the ADAT was the best thing about the ADAT? It it's one of the only uh, that size ADATs uh, to scale. The heads to actually to scale. As oh, opposed small. to like the yeah, toy big, big. where it always is gigantic because you got to yeah. put the figures in there. Yeah. This one's actually t- to scale with the rest of the body, which is very unusual for an ADAT, especially one where you can actually move the legs and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is one of the things I really like. Well, it was kind of cool, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I just wasn't into it. But uh, yeah, the the Millennium Falcon is actually uh, really to scale too because you could how thin it is. You mm. Usually, see the Millennium Falcon it's always thick. really yeah. thick because you either got electronics in it or you got to get toys in it. it. Yeah. This one was actually really Micro thin. Machine. <laughs> like you see, the Millennium Falcon is actually the scales on these uh, last few last couple have been really good on these, and I like it. Uh, the quality is good. Uh, anything else we want to talk about before we head on to the movie? Were the, the new scenes? Was it time to spoil <coughs> the new scenes? Oh yeah, we hadn't talked about uh, that. Uh, starting in December, you're talking about Star Tours, right? Yeah, yeah. Starting in December, uh, we had said it was coming. Uh, but we never actually mentioned oh, right, it last right, right, episode. Right. I completely forgot to talk about it. I even had a picture to put on the thing uh, for it, but I forgot. And uh, that the new scenes for uh, Rise of Skywalker came to uh, Star Tours. I have not yet seen them, so if if one of you has, you can talk about we it. We both have. We were, okay. together, we were together, too. Oh, whoa. Yeah, it's whoa. Uh, whoa. Okay. whoa. <laughs> Bye, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> Does he not want to spoil it? I won't spoil it. No, no, no. I just got to get my charger. You guys go ahead and start. I don't know. What was it? Biff, sir? What was the other one? I don't remember what the other one was. What was that? It was Biff, sir. That's the name of the planet. You know what? I'm, I'm done with the name of the planets, okay? <laughs> I just know. What was going on in that scene? I don't even remember. Uh, Biff Keir. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, the fleet on Exegol, right? That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Biff Keir, oh, the fleet on Exegol. Yeah. I don't know uh, planets or anything. I just watch things, so. The planet with the Death Star and the planet with the fleet. Okay. Yeah. Hey, are you, you okay with spoilers? Oh no, I'm fine. Go ahead. Okay, yeah. So on it's just uh, a ride. Yeah, Biff Kier, Obviously, you get you know um, is where the Death Star fell. So it's one of the it's one of the Kif the beer. Mer- Kif beer, whatever. <laughs> I don't drink. <laughs> not, not, I have the visual dictionary too. Uh, think about Kif from Futurama, and then just think about beer. Okay, well, that's easy. <laughs> Kif beer. Anyway, <laughs> so it is the, one of the moons where the Death Star actually fell. So you the Star Tours the the vehicle actually goes through like a skiff, or you know through the water. So you, you do deal with the waves and stuff, and then you eventually oh, cool. end up in the ruins for the Death Star, where you are attacked by a, a squad, a, whatever you call whatever you call a bunch of Dianogas. Oh my! So that's actually that actually was kind of cool. Yeah, and then you get that. So you take off. The transmission is from Lando, which is cool. Lando gets a cameo, and then you end up uh, in Exegol. Well, so, what have we here? Cool. <laughs> yeah. He gives his little thumbs up. Well. Cold 45. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Pretty I cool. like the scenes. And yeah. Like the, they're really crisp. The, the yeah. The, the detail of it is really, yeah, really crisp. Really nice. uh, when the, I got on it last week, and you could tell you know, people their first time getting on it with the new scenes, and it, it was a hit. It went over, it went over real big. So uh, do you think cool. it's one of the first scenes that's been probably added since? Because uh, you know, with the, didn't they when they went 4K last time when they had the the Last Jedi? 
I don't think I don't know. That's what I'm wondering. Did was the was the was the scenes added in for Last Jedi actually in 4K? Now we know that the Star Tours had the 4K conversion, right? Didn't they get through the 4K conversion too, like uh, Soren or no? I can tell you, I don't know. Okay, I'm I was sure. trying to remember if they had had a little like you know couple day uh, well, yeah, I, refurbishment where they had transferred converted to 4K. Maybe I mean those were crisp, but I feel like. You talking about these being crisp? These are super crisp. Yes, that's, that's what I'm, what I'm wondering yeah. if maybe they transferred to 4K maybe. and maybe these scenes are actually in 4K, whereas opposed to Last Jedi and all the others have not been 4K. Yeah, because I mean, when you watch it, you'll see like they're really crisp, sharp, and like just the those. Is it does, is it off putting though that those scenes are sharp and crisp while the rest of it is not? No, because that's all you see in this version. You don't go through anything different. Yeah, but you even still have the, the original at the beginning. Though, no, right? that's different too. So the um, whole thing's different? The, new, the beginning was different. Yeah, the beginning is different, too. Like, you do get Kylo Ren at the beginning, but it is a different scene with um, with Kylo Ren at the beginning. And then on oh. the, the ending scene, um, since we're spoiling, the ending scene is actually kind of cool because it's actually a throwback to the pre-boarding video. <laughs> yeah. Like, when you do yeah. that, you, you end up, you, you they take pieces of, like, it's, a, it's throwbacks, too. So you do end up coming in. You avoid it. Oh, that's like the old one. You avoid the gas tanker. I didn't think about that. Yeah. I just said it right now. You avoid a gas tanker, and then you end up hitting one of the robots who's getting to the stop, stop. You bump into him, and then it, you land, and then the droid pilot that Streepio took over the place for to do whatever he was going to do comes up. Hey, that's my ship. <laughs> so that's actually that part's actually kind of cool. That's fun. Yeah, it was. So no, no, the whole thing is like really cool. And you're right. I didn't notice until we said anything, but it seems really, really crisp. Yeah. So yeah, now, I wonder, how, I wonder how that's going to work then when they reintegrate and start doing rotating if it's going to be you know off-putting to have the the unless you're going to go back and redo the other or i don't know well if it lasted as long as the last jedi one did, i know the Force probably Awakens, be there we for got at least six months i know we got another year and a half to go before they change this, <laughs> the disc uh, they'll be putting uh they'll be putting a uh, uh hyperspace mountain back in by the right. time they yeah. check that out <laughs> star tours 3.0 remastered right so we're gonna get all right we're ready to talk movie yeah. Movie. What sure. movie? Which movie are we talking about? Uh, Spaceballs. Cool. I seen that. <laughs> Damn, we ain't yeah, found shit. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know that's Tuvok from Voyager, right? Is it? Is hey, it? you know today's 30 days exactly, or a month exactly since it came out. Oh, yeah. Today's the 20th. And supposedly less than a month until uh, Clone Wars comes back. That's on, uh, right. The Clone Wars on, uh, on Disney+. Plus. When we talk Clone Wars, we talk Mandalorian. Uh. We can talk both at the end. Well, yeah, because it's a throwback to right. Clone Wars from Mandalorian. Yes, definitely. So, movie. I saw it. I cool. saw it three times. Cool. Oh, you've. Uh, Rise I don't of know. I don't know who's going to start off with just. No, no, no. no that's there. fine. We yeah. can start out. Uh, I've seen it. I've seen it four times. Did you like it every time? I liked it every time. Okay. Did you see it once or more than that? I've seen it one and a half. One and a half. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Oh. The first time was the half. It didn't work out. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Did Miles write in his review? Yes, he did. Okay, I'm sure we'll get to that. Uh, we already had this conversation, but it should be pretty interesting. Right. So you've seen it just one whole time. Then. Right. Okay. Well, what did you see the whole time in? What do you mean? IMAX oh, or I saw Dolby? It, uh, we did the um, Dolby. Because I assume nobody's actually seen it in just a plain old theater. I was going um, to. I did, actually. That was the halftime. Yeah. That was going to be my number five. If uh, will be probably be If I see it a fifth time, it'll be in a regular theater. Just because of timing? I just saw. I know I wanted to see it multiple times because that's what we do with Star Wars movies. 
but it really was just based on what day I had, what I had going on, and when I could get to the movie. So I didn't really pay attention. I did see it once in because um, I went to an independent theater. So I did see it once in their um, extreme presentation thing, or whatever. Like <laughs> RPX. It was basically, basically their their version of IMAX. Yeah. All I gotta um, say is that uh, A list is the best thing in the world for someone who wants to just go see Star Wars movies over and over again because mm. uh, you you know you don't just keep going and just don't have to pay nothing. Yeah. And you can see it any format you want, and it won't matter. And uh, but yeah, now it's out of uh, IMAX and digital uh, or in Dolby. So I'll probably if I see it a fifth time, it'll be in regular. Uh, so you said you saw it in Dolby? Yeah. Okay, and you've seen it? In whatever the stream was, which is basically, it's it's surround sound. Right. Yeah, is is what it is in a bigger stream. You just see it in it's, IMAX? It's their, it's their version of IMAX. You've seen it in three three times, though, so you just... I saw it twice in a regular theater, just regular movie. Oh, just movie. plain old... Yeah, just plain old oh, digital. Wow. And then um, just once in that, in that presentation. Again, because my schedule was so busy over winter break when it came out. You just that it was just like a Dolby or IMAX. No, or I just I, again, it was what day do I have? Can oh. I get to the movies? And what time can I get to the movies? And it just so happened to be like, just, we don't pick that one just because of the time. It didn't matter to me because I went more like, I mean, we can get into this. That's kind of um, why it was the, the first time I just went to see the movie. I just wanted to be one of the first showings, so I ended up like a seven ten showing, and then I just took it all in. That's the first time I watched any of these movies. I just take it all in. I didn't even. I was talking to somebody, and. Um, they were like, did you get emotional? And I was like, you know what? No. The very first time, no. I didn't at all. Just, I was, but not really. Not what I thought I, not what I, thought I would be. Well, we can get into emotional beats. Uh, uh, not yet. Okay. Uh, let's just, uh, you're already talking. So, overall. I mean, I enjoyed it. What are you, you going to say? It's a Star Wars movie. When am I not going to like a Star Wars movie? Are some better than the others? Yeah. Was this one the best of the trilogy? Yeah, probably. This is probably the best film out of the out of the sequels. I thought anyway. Agreed. I all agree with that. I didn't hate the Last Jedi, but I'm probably gonna put this number two. What would you say is first? Uh, Return of the Jedi. <laughs> oh, you mean overall? No. Yeah. We okay, were, yeah. We were talking about. Uh, Really, though? Yeah. Really, number two overall out of all nine. Yes. Okay, we weren't even there yet. Oh, I thought that was uh, It's your turn about. to get ahead of me. Uh, no, we were just <laughs> talking about the trilogy, the three oh, movies. the last three. So, obviously, it would be the base. So, then, yes, number one. Number one. Okay, well, so we're all in agreed that this is the best. Uh, just real fast, since we're doing that, what would you say is number two? Just of out of curiosity, three? of the three. Force Awakens or Last Jedi? This one's the clearly Force, above The, the Force two. Awakens is... You know, a return to Star Wars. Right. Oh, you know, okay, we're gonna, we're getting new Star Wars. So that's kind of like you know, everyone was all excited about that. You know, and then the Last Jedi, it's the Phantom Menace effect. Yeah, right. So it's kind of like I, I don't know because Force Two. Awakens, where you got the new characters. Then on the Last Jedi, you have more details about these characters. So it's kind of like explaining everything, and that's what's, which leads to right. the last one makes it the best. So I would have to say I don't know. Okay, that's fair. Do you have an answer? Yeah, I think the the last Jedi is the weakest of the three. But I, I, would, I, I agree. I didn't hate it. No, I don't hate it. I think so. And I'll give you a little throwback. Of the, you talked about the Phantom Menace. You know what I don't like about the Phantom Menace? I don't like the pod race scene. It's too long. I love it. The sound I don't, I don't design. Think, the I, sound I, design alone. Is why I love this pod race scene. That's all great, but I know what it did as far as the story it wanted to show. Anakin has the Force, 
it just well, we already knew that it dragged on too long. Didn't need that. The scene at Canto Bite, the same thing. Long. It's the same thing. Yeah, it wasn't bad. I had no problem with with Luke dying. I, I like Canto Bite his... because of what comes out of it. I mean, we're not we're not talking about that movie, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Uh, I would say that I like the Pod Race way better than Canto Bite. But I agree that they kind of do the same thing. Yeah, they they just they drag on, and it was like I said, I didn't hate it. It just was like that's the weakest of the. They're just character the pieces. Yeah. Okay. I agree. I, I would rank it uh, Rise, uh, Force Awakens, and then Last Jedi. Thoughts? I was trying to uh, think of uh, when uh, you were talking about uh, it being emotional, or did you get emotional? But then I started thinking about all that. Probably the emotional part would be Leia, of course. I mean, we weren't really there yet, but you can yeah. go ahead if that's part of your thoughts. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, because he was talking about it being emotional. Right. But the the... The main thing about the movie that I really loved is all the going back to tattooing scene, all the old stuff, the or showing the indoor, showing the Ewoks again, just going back to the old stuff, you know, showing the old stuff, how it started, basically, you know, revisiting all that. That was, that was probably one of the best parts of the movie. Is so what some would call fan service, as if it's a dirty well, word. The, yeah, there was, there was a lot of that in this movie. But I don't, you know what, there, there's fan service and then there's... Uh, well, I mean, everybody understands the distinction between, you know, uh, unnecessary or gratuitous, gratuitous fan service or fan service that actually still kind of drives the story. Yeah, and there's, yeah. you know, there's some, I call them idiots, who would argue that the fan service was, uh, you know, uh, in, in spite of the story, where I would say that it's part of the story. You know, there was no fan service that was really like, you know, did, was there any fan service? Would you think that there was any fan service that seemed out of place? <laughs> I mean, it's okay if no, you think it, there was. It's a, no, no, I don't even know that I think this, but I know what people would think. And, uh, well, and, and I know exactly you, what people it, would think. And but. As, as you look at the scene, you're like, there really is no point to that. But like, because you don't get any background context of why it happens, but it's when Chewbacca gets the medal. Oh, Okay. It, it's like, you just, that's fan service because you're like, oh, well, finally he gets a medal. Like, he didn't get one. He's standing here in the corner. And knew but it's not even supposed to be about that. It's no. supposed to be about her giving him uh, Leia's. Well, no, it's or, supposed to be Han's medal, uh, yeah. which Leia has. Right. But then there's a whole other layer, which I'm going to blow your mind, and that in the, if you, it, out of the books, it's really confusing, and people were complaining because Maz Kanata actually owns Luke's medal. Which she she found sometime uh, about the same time she acquired Luke's lightsaber, right? Uh, and through so, and junk through a uh, Jedi or a uh, Force collectors people, and so that's really zealots. like a whole nother like confusing to people who have actually read the books and stuff. They're like, well, is she giving him Han's medal or Luke's medal? Blah blah blah. But it's clear that you know from the fact that uh, Maz was there when Leia disappeared and she had the medal in her hand. That, uh, you know, or whatever that she would have taken Leia or Han's medal to give to Chewie. And you just knew it was Han's medal. That wasn't a thing. Right. It, and it, it was, uh, and, I, and I'll tell you why I'm okay with it. I'll actually go back and tell you why I'm okay with if it. If Chewie had gotten a medal in, in, in A New Hope, it wouldn't have been a, as big of a deal. Right. No, not at all. Because no, then it, it would have been more sentimental. I mean, but because he didn't get a medal, people were like, oh, he's getting a medal now. Right, and we didn't see that until 1997 in MTV. Yes. <laughs> when they give him a medal there. That's a deep cut. But, 
<laughs> it was, but the whole reason that got to me is because I'm going to go back to emotion because he, he talked about that. And I know we're, we're going to end up. No, that's the fine. Place we might stuff. as well. Yeah. It is so. Um, it, it, yeah. I mean, with Leia, but you know what it was? Got me both times, the second and third time Chewy. that I saw it was Chewy. Chewy when yeah, he hears. Chewbacca. And my brother said. And it was and, real. That was real. Well, my bro- this is what my, what my brother said. He's like, man, when Chewbacca cries, we all cry. And then, like, that's when I got emotional because you start to realize that here's this guy who I will describe as the loyal friend and the protector who realizes all my friends are gone. All my friends are gone. Like, my original, you know, that, that group, you know, Lando aside, new characters aside, the original crew, they're all gone. Well, then you can take it even deeper. And he hit the, he hit the ground. When he went on his knees, I was like, it's over. I agree. It's over. I can't. What's this in my 100, eye? One hundred. Yeah. One hundred. Uh, and then, if you want to take it even deeper, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna injure you even more Uh-oh. when you think about that. What if that had been Peter Mayhew? Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. If you know that was Peter I Mayhew, I cut you deep, Shrek. Yeah. I cut you deep. <laughs> that would have been. That would have been worse. But yeah, no, that's the part that that got to me. But I, I there was a lot of people that uh, criticized. Uh, that have criticized, uh, I don't even know how to say that, Jonas Sutomo, the guy that plays Chewie. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Uh, that have criticized him through earlier movies about how he didn't seem to capture Chewie the same way as Peter Mayhew. Well, but he was coached by Peter nobody's Mayhew. Nobody's going to capture no. Chewie the same as Peter Mayhew. But right then, pretty damn close. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the piece that got me emotionally. I was trying not to cuss right now. Yeah. yeah, but that's the part that got me the second and third time. And I noticed it the second time. Then when I saw it the third, I thought I'd be prepared. But nope, he hit the ground again. I was like, here we go again. <laughs> 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 and it wasn't, I didn't do that the first time I saw the movie. Because like I said, I just was trying to take it all in. And then when it, when it started looking for little things, you know, it's, it's there. Uh, what about uh, Lando coming through the mic with his on your left moment? Oh, um, oh shoot! You have to remember what he said. You tell me when he comes into Exegol. Yeah, when Lando shows up with the fleet, and I uh, remember what you know. Just post in there. Everything's falling apart around him. Yeah, 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 everything's going to shit. And then all, then he's just he starts just talking to himself and he starts apologizing to everybody, even though nobody's probably listening. So the line he said was the line. Um, the line he Lando said was the same line that. Or pretty cl- damn close to the line Poe said earlier, right? Yeah, it yeah, was okay. Pretty close well, to it. And it was that's kind of an echo of what the right, conversation right, right. that they had earlier, right. yeah, which was what was great about it. And he's just said, uh, you know, yeah, I don't have the exact quote. It just really makes me mad that I don't have the exact quote. But it was something basically, you, you know, he's something uh, like, "There's a lot more of us." There's a lot more of us. Yeah, yeah we're not we're not going to lose because there's the, you know, Poe's basically, uh, you know, saying, oh, we're alone. We right. have nobody. And then Lando's, no, you have all of us. Right. And then, all of a sudden, then that's even echoed even more when you have the quote on the Star Destroyer, they're just people. Yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah, that that's got to powerful because they knew yeah. that they couldn't be beat by any fleet. That's not a fleet. No, it's got to be people that it's want just, something. It's people. Yeah. It's, it's the core. And uh, I want to see that story. I want to see just the story of, of, uh, of Lando and uh, Chewie, Chewie going to the core yeah. and getting all those people i'm, I'm sure you'll that's get it in a, a story comic or something that's a yeah that's a book or a, or a comic in itself that's a whole story in well, itself okay. it's just them going to the core and getting that that massive fleet which i mean spoilers are uh, not spoilers but i mean as, as of today's episode or yesterday's episode of resistance they still haven't caught up to that point yet so we don't even know 
uh, if there's going to be Neither a connection <laughs> at the end of uh, resistance of whether they show up to that fleet or not. Yeah, I'm hoping so, but <clears throat> let let's talk that because everybody was talking about plot holes, but like all those plot holes. Well, first w- of all, people uh, they say they keep saying that word, but I don't think they know what it means. <laughs> right. Well, they're going to be filled anyway because there's going to be books that filled in right. and, and all this kind of stuff. So you've got like two different groups of people. Those who just watch the movies and don't delve into anything else. They don't even watch the cartoons right. or anything, which that's fine. If you want to do that, then don't sit here and complain. Like, well, then it's filled in by this, and then this book talked about this, and this comic did this. It's there. It's there for you. It's going to fill it in, and it's meant to do that because you can't have a movie that's freaking 10 hours long. Right. You can't. Well, Empire came back. Yeah, it, I'm sure at some point it will be explained how it actually happened. Um you know, there's already running theories that I'm not going to get into that, any of that. But, yeah, it, it's going to be explained at some point, and I'm not worried about that. Because it was like, no, just take it as it is. Enjoy the movie. It was focused on these characters. They wanted to keep it. Rose wasn't in this movie. You know what? Last movie, you didn't even like Rose. All of a sudden, you wanted to have more lines. <laughs> so, like, you can't have it your fucking way. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, sorry with that one, but... That's just what it's, that's what it's going to be. You exactly. can't do that. Like, I just I didn't even think about that until I just said it. I'm like, the last movie, you want Rose to have lines in this movie. The last movie, you didn't even like her. Like, why is she in this movie? Okay. So you don't like her. Let's not give her as many lines. Why doesn't she have more lines? That's funny. Freaking, yeah, it's freaking true. Like, you know, but yeah, I did, re- you know, all the articles because they're talking to pro- directors and producers and writers and stuff. They're like, well, what's going on? Well, you, you can't service everything. Like, you, you can't. We wanted it to be about these main characters. So somebody has to take a cut in that, and it's it's going to be you know. I mean, the writer, this of, one. the writer of the novelization, uh, has already said that uh, the the what she has for the novelization that's going to come out, I believe, in March. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has about three hour. Her her book would be a three hour movie, so she has that much more extra stuff in the book. Well, yeah, and that's usually where it, where it comes from, but right. then you know. I don't know what. I mean, um, people forget that there's always been things that that have been uh, revealed in books. I mean, the very first uh, place we ever heard about anything about how uh, Anakin became uh, Obi Wan Kenobi on the side of a volcano, and uh, he got someone to do lava and all that. That was in the that lava exactly, and that was in the novelization of Return of the Jedi. Was that in the novelization? Return of the and Jedi? everybody okay, always assumed that they knew it from other things, but it was from the novelization of Return of the Jedi. It was the place where it was where during uh, Luke and uh, Luke and first uh, Ghost uh, Obi Wan on Dagobah after Yoda dies during yeah. their conversation. Yoda or Obi Wan explains to him, "Oh, me and your father fought on a volcanic planet, and he fell into lava, and this happened, and then that's how he became Darth Vader. Wow. So that little bit of dialogue right there led to eventually Mustafar. Yeah, but I don't even know how I knew that. But like, I just have always kind of known. Like, right. It's oh, yeah, I've heard of things that people have always known. This. Yeah. So it's like, well, who's to say that in 20 years people aren't going to know things from books and be like, oh, well, uh, everything fits in, you know, in the in the, in the sequel trilogy. And it, and in, because, in you know, you there. hear about it yeah. or, you know, like people... Uh, like with Solo, you know, people, oh, where'd Maul come from? I thought he was dead. You know, but then people, you know, it gets around and you hear things and you're like, oh, well, he lived. And, yeah, in the Clone Wars. The Clone Wars there, and yeah. blah, blah, blah. And, you know, same with uh, the exact thing. Same thing's going to happen now with, uh, we'll get to the Mandalorian, but the Darksaber. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, The Dark Saber, all of a sudden, you know, people are going to be watching Mandalorian, and all of a sudden they're going to pretend like that they know what the Dark Saber is. Right. They, they, came, never watched, they never watched Clone they Wars. They never watched Clone Wars or yeah. Rebels. Yeah, but stuff, like, even like lines, and, and you got to do this, because even some of the lines in the movie, like they reference stuff that's like, okay, we're just going to throw this one line in there. And, and you don't think about that, but we as fans catch that. So Mary the Hobbit, one of the lines <laughs> that he said was um, something about um, uh, Sith dark magic and Sith cloning. Well, there you go. Right. right there. He said the secret secrets that this, only the Sith knew. Okay, there you go. And that's even deeper because uh, what you don't know about his character is that he's a uh, he's a uh, archaeologist that studies the Sith. Oh, is he? That's in the visual oh, okay. dictionary that he's a. I got to look at that. See, I haven't haven't read that. He's some sort of Sith archaeologist. So he actually that sounds like a throwaway line. People always say, "Well, he uh, that's one of the biggest things about Rose." Well, he could. Rose could have had all his lines. Well, no, she couldn't. She's not Sith archaeologist. Right. She knows nothing about the secrets of the Sith. Right. But he had more lines than Rose. But anyway. Well, that's <laughs> that's another that's another argument. But uh, no. Uh, so I mean, yeah. So you have little things like that where, yeah. See, now knowing that, it changes puts only perspective on his character. Of course. So and that's what you know. People, a lot of the the, the articles that came out right after the movie did. But that's why they do the visual dictionary. Right. Is to fill in some of those gaps. Right. Yeah. So like, and, but people don't like that. People no, they want to be fed everything. To their face, they they don't like one one of the characters in uh, uh, is it is Kimji? What's the name of that? <laughs> Kimiji. Yeah. What's, what's the name of that? Beer. Yeah, beer. Kip beer. <laughs> no. <laughs> the uh, no. What's the name of the planet, man? That uh, Zori's on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But that planet. Yeah. And I told that's what I thought. Kajimi. 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 Yeah. So in Kajimi, they go in to see Babu Frick, who, by the way, is the best character in the movie. Um, <laughs> oh, you're talking about Dengar. Yeah, Dengar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> With so, his little head. <laughs> right. Well, no, it's not It's not confirmed that that's Dengar, but, but it's confirmed. It's an anagram. Right. It is an anagram of Dengar. Right. And it even it's says. It's actually that an anagram of Dengar's full name. The visual. John the, Gengar. The visual. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> The Visual Dictionary talks about that guy being there, and that name is assumed to be an alias. Right. That's not his actual name. So it's right. giving you the hints that, like, that's probably Dengar. And that he's had a lot of work done. And yes, he's had, a, he's had a lot of work done because he's a mess. Yeah, he looks nothing like Simon Pegg anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he did the voice of Dengar in the, in, in the in Clone, Clone Wars. Wars yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that, that's there. So, again, there's a bunch of throwaway lines. They're not throwaway lines. Everything was there. Every, I think guy, every line had a, had a meaning and, in the movie. And then the visual dictionary does the job of trying to kind of clean that, right. up, including the Lando. And uh, just we've gotten to the point now with these name? weirdo people yeah. that they need to have everything, you know, explained to them. And you know, yeah, the with the whole thing about uh, Jana maybe being Lando's kid, right? Because that was something that was obviously rumored a long time ago. Along with, well, even you know, because everybody uh, has to be related to the one guy who's you know <laughs> so it's like oh so because you know they ever signed while when uh, force wagons came out oh finn must be related to lando <laughs> right. R- wow really wow, wow. he's this wow. i mean hey. he's british he can't be what 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 <laughs> he obviously came from planet uk <laughs> finn is the only person in the movie that had a romantic interest in every movie it's true <laughs> it's true Did you get that yeah, in the first one, it was like you think it's going to be Ray because he does a little. You have a boyfriend, cute boyfriend. Yeah, to the uh, oh, he's bro- definitely interested to the bromance with uh, Poe to um, Rose. Rose, which wasn't really shown in this movie, but it instead a little relationship with Jana there. Yeah, she so. got he got a little she got a little pat on the shoulder. Yeah, she did. So I don't know, like 
I think it's uh, uh, a little bit of a play. Going back, going back to stuff and revealed in books in the Resistance Reborn book, there's actually dialogue between her and Finn in which they say, in which she says, "No, that was a mistake. It was a heat of the moment thing," and they have a whole agreement that just friends. Well, him and uh, Rose. Yeah. Oh wow. Because there's another book that that talks about um, I forget what it was, but I did read this in some of the stuff that I was reading. That says that he, he somebody asked him about race. Like, no, we're just she was basically his first friend. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Ray. I'm talking about Rose. Yeah, no, I got yeah, that, yeah. but like that's a, it's in a different right. different source. I don't know what the source is, but it was like no, so it's not there. So maybe, maybe I don't know. Maybe it is going to be um, uh, Poe. <laughs> you, <laughs> you never know what's going to happen because he got turned down by Zori. So who knows? Yeah, I mean Finn's still there. I don't know what the problem is. No, I have no problem. He grew a lot. I think he had the. Did he have the most character Which development? One? Finn had the most character Finn development. Finn had over character these? development in all three movies, basically. Right. Uh, people will, uh, you know, spin their hyperbole about how Finn was thrown to a backseat and didn't have anything in, uh, you know, Last Jedi and then this movie. But I would disagree the fact that he starts out being super selfish at the beginning of Last Jedi, where he's just going to go off and look for Ray Byer by himself to the point where he's. That's rebel scum to you, basically. By the end of Last Jedi, to uh, right. Phasma, to this movie, where he's a general. Uh, well, I mean, first he's just you know he's just another right. you know one of them. You know he's hanging around with uh, you know Poe, and they're doing they're they're having man bro romance in uh, space, uh, uh, um, hyperspace skipping around and almost getting killed, <laughs> and then uh, they're uh, you know uh, yeah. but then by the end, general, general. Yeah. You know, and thank you for that, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and, uh, that was that was be- one of the best scenes right there. And I, I think it uh, was. And uh, you know, and then by the end, uh, you know, the that hug, the hug is just it's that's, everything. That's, that's another tear. That's everything. And and you know, yeah. there's a lot of details in that hug that I'm going to go into real fast. And the fact that uh, uh, Finn is hugging both of them. I don't know if you paid attention to the hug yeah, yeah. as deeply as I did. He's hugging both of them, and then. Uh, uh, you know, Poe and uh, Ray are just kind of there, and then they're also kind of holding hands behind his back, which was kind of cute. Too. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ray and uh, Finn just kind of grasp hands behind Poe's back or behind Finn's back. So, uh, but you see in there that moment that that's uh, that's that, that's the culmination of Finn's moment. His best friends mm-hmm. are there with him in the end. They they lived through it all, and. Uh, you know, I mean, a lot of people talk about, oh, this is Ray's story, or even you know the Kylo Ren story. You know, it's it's Finn's story, to be honest. It's, I mean, it may be the the end of the Skywalker story, but you know, you really if you look at it, this that was Finn's story. Finn was who do you who do you really see first? I mean, sure, you see Poe first, but you know, I mean, who's really you? Who do you really follow throughout the whole thing? Uh, who do you see most? You see uh, Finn. You yeah. see his yeah, you his journey do. on. Uh, you don't see Poe. Getting rescued from the from uh, Jakku, you see Finn. Everything he goes through, meeting Ray, and then everything he's gone through. You don't see Poe until way later, until they show up on Tokadana, and then you know. So I mean, it could be definitely argued that it's uh it's it's Finn's story uh, as much as anybody else's. So uh, yeah, he his no, growth. I'll buy is, that because you know the first the first six, a lot of people will say, well, that's the droid story. Right. You know, yeah, that, yeah, that's, yeah, that's exactly. Why, because the droids see everything. They're in every movie. Like, you, you always know what the droids are doing. Right. The only, so. the only exception would be that point in, uh, up until when uh, you first meet uh, R2 in Phantom Menace. You have that whole point up until right. R2 on the ship. But, you know, after that, there's a droid there, whether it's R2 in 
or just R2 or whether it's R2 and 3PO or whether it's just 3PO. There's a droid there for, you know, all everything and the whole uh thing and uh yeah, I mean they're the they're the connective tissue obviously right. and I mean they tried to shoehorn them in to uh, Rogue One, and they didn't quite nail it. Uh, they 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 should have been on. The, no, that was fan service. <laughs> that was fan service. They could. It would have totally worked. I told her before that they if they would have just had them on pass by on the Tantive Four as they were bringing the plans to uh, Leia. Oh, that they didn't even need to shot. speak. They could have just been yeah, in the background. Yeah, yeah. That would have been way better. But uh, but yeah, the three PO. Let's talk about three PO. My gosh, Anthony Daniels, one hundred percent top notch performance. Uh, showing what 3PO uh, has we've missed on 3PO in uh, some of the older the other movies so did you catch when uh, they were on the planet with the celebration when they're looking for the the, the sword or well they didn't know it's sword at the time 42 but, yeah um, that 3PO had said yeah the 42 yeah that's exactly <laughs> what I'm going to say yeah you got it. Yeah. They said the celebration only happens every 42 years. Yeah. A couple things. when the original movie came out. Yeah. A couple yeah. things. Yeah. If, uh, it's been 42 years since New Hope. And then, of yeah. course, 42 is the answer to life, universe, and everything mm. from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Is that Jackie Robinson's number, too? And also Jackie Robinson's <laughs> number. All right. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, you were saying about the Pasana, the festival on Pasana? No, that was that. The 42 was uh, what I oh, was, was looking it. at. But, you know, his... Um, I don't know what I feel about 3PO in this movie. Now, he, I mean, it's it's different. There's more emotion from 3PO in this movie than there has been at the, all. I mean, we we about lost it when in the trailers he was like taking one last look at my friends, and then you know the uh, anybody who can who can uh, I mean even Chewie and uh, Jonas with uh, he has you know face stuff, mouth eyes and uh, 3PO. All you have is. You know, movement. Yeah. And he has to convey so much emotion through movement. And that... And only so much through voice. And you're talking about that yeah. scene, but in a moment where he doesn't even speak, when Ray says, or he says, 3PO, you know the odds better than anyone. And he just kind of does that. He kind of leans back. Yeah. And you could see him thinking about it. Like, nobody's ever told me that it's my choice, and that, but given me the chance to run the odds on my own on everything. And then at that moment, you see he's running the odds, and he knows the same as Doctor Strange that this is the one. Right. And it's basically 3 people holding up the one. He's Doctor Strange, and he's holding up the one. He knows what has to be done at that moment, and he accepts it. And that's the best thing, just that little, that little body... You know, with them, Anthony movement. Daniels does with yeah. the body, and you see all that emotion without him speaking or having anything you see in his face. It's all just in the little way he moves his body, and it was it's fantastic. But what was his line? This mission must not fail, or something like that. Right, that's what he said. That's because yeah. that line's used in Star Tours too. Oh, he okay. does say that line when when the Star Tours ends up in Exegol. Well, like, actually, right, few, R2, few this, people, this, this mission must not fail. Few people actually say that line in the movie. Leia says this mission must not fail right. once. Well, there's a lot of recycled lines. Which is maybe they may have recycled it because they already had her saying that. Right. Uh, it may have become a theme. But, uh, yeah, they, there is a lot of uh, repeated lines, which is a theme even, of Star even Wars, for, though, even anyways. If, well, yeah. I have a bad feeling about this. Well, but, yeah. No, I'm glad there, Lando got to say that. There's some that are like just straight, like, that's from this movie. Um, right. Was it, uh, Leia? Can we talk about Leia? Yeah, we can talk about, about Leia. her about the way she looked in the movie. 
Like, what did you think about how they added Leia into the movie? Um, well, I know this guy's got a thought. Let's actually let's hear what Diggs. What do you think about the way they yeah, put you it in the movie? haven't talked enough. Of- oh, I thought I did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, though? Just the way it looks. Okay, so I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, the way it looks. Because I'll start. Let me know what you think. I couldn't. I, I just accepted it for what it was. But you know, the second and third viewings, I couldn't decide. Do I feel like this fits in seamlessly, or does it not? Because obviously, stuff the way they did it was they took previous footage of her and they put it in this movie. You know, unused footage. They put it in this movie, so that means you have to have rewrites of dialogue to do this. And I couldn't decide at first, and I'm still not 100 percent sold that it actually fit in. Because there are obviously scenes where um, where she's talking to Ray or whatever, and it's very obvious. It's like, okay, that scene is on; it's just on her, and then camera pans around. It's just on Ray to have that conversation because the worst one, R- Ray's delivering dialogue when she's not there. The worst one is uh, when Ray says that I'm that she's going to go find the wayfinder. And then she, and then Leia says no, and she's like, "Well, I'm going to do it anyways because that's what you would do." And then there was no other discussion when you know for a fact oh. that if Carrie had been there and been in, and there would have been dialogue written more Basically, specifically, why not to go? Right, she would have, you know, there would have been more discussion rather than uh, well, just, I think you know, that's Le- rather than just Leia saying no. But the, I understand that that's how that had to go. It's just that's one of the most jarring of all the scenes with Leia is that one because it's so one sided, and you know that there wouldn't be one sided. I don't, like I don't, that. I don't know. Let, let me. I'm going to bring up something, but I wanted to hear his thoughts, and I got something about that that I, I didn't catch until the third viewing. But oh, what did you, do you think oh. it fits in, or do you think it doesn't? I actually wasn't really paying attention to that, uh-huh. but I did pay it, or I did see the we were talking about seeing the shot of Leia, then going to Ray. Yeah, I did notice that. I'm you, fine you, with you, it. You know that this. There's only so much they can do. Exactly. Of course. And, uh, and I think that with what they had, I think it, it came out okay. Well, and from what, and from what uh, Terrio was talking about, they even tried to do too much because that's where most of uh, Rose's stuff went was uh, scenes that they didn't feel like worked. What we got was what they felt like worked best. The stuff that didn't work is the stuff that they feel like a lot of it was with Rose, Rose. apparently, and stuff on because we're, on, we're, uh, we're that plan- on the planet where the re- where the resistance is. There was more stuff probably on that planet. More stuff with probably Rose and and Leia. Stuff with maybe Connix and Leia, you know, and stuff like that. That uh, they just probably felt that there was. They were trying to do a little bit with the CGI Leia, mm-hmm. but they realized that they couldn't do too much, and if they tried to do too much, it didn't work. Right. So speaking of Connix, very fitting that it was her, Billy Lord, who and, was the last one to actually walk her mom away when you knew, okay, now it's the scene where she's going to die. Right. Uh, very fitting that it was Billy Lord that did that. So y- you did bring up um, the the, I think Leia would have more to say about this. I don't know. I think I'm going to have a different view on that because when when you see the movie, obviously you see that Luke tells her, Leia knew. Leia knew who you were. Um, and then all, the third time I watched the movie, I was kind of looking for that. All the hints are there. It is there because it, there is a line from all Leia. There. There's a line from Leia when, when she's leaving. Never uh, be afraid of who you are. Which, yeah. when you think about it, that sounds like Carrie Fisher. That's not. There's no way that that line was manipulated. 
And if that line was recorded during Force Awakens, that's one. That's that's uh, that's uh, what, what shall I call it? Uh, uh, you know what? Foreshadowing. No, uh, like when you're in a courtroom and this is uh, blah blah blah. Number one uh, evidence. You know. Uh, you know, I was saying about prosecution or what? No, whatever. Anyways, <laughs> this is my that's my first example of okay. how that they knew that. Are you about evidence? This is my first evidence. Yeah. That's my one of my first evidences of that. They oh, knew. that word. Um, exhibit. There Thank you, go. you. Yeah. Okay. Exhibit number one. There you go. Of that they knew that she was going to be a Palpatine the whole time. Okay. Possibly. Exhibit number one yeah. was that line, and how it because if that line was actually recorded during Force Awakens. We're talking about way back when, you know, and that's J.J. knowing what eventually was going to happen. Whether Palpatine was meant to be part of this movie or not is another debate. Whether she was going to be a Palpatine or not right. is, I think, I think, irrefutable. That was there, that I think it was there the whole time. I don't care what anybody yeah. says. She was meant to be a Palpatine the whole time because there is, there is stuff in, there is uh, proof in Force Awakens that her fighting style is similar to Palp's. Yeah, in Revenge that. of the Sith. Yeah. If you go back and watch Force Awakens, she does a lot of the lunging and uh, type of uh, swings that uh, Palps does. Which is pretty good because I did it in one movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, then, you know, there's just other, you know, things that are just, uh, you know, uh, well, uh, it was pointed out to me that Ray's theme, if you slow it down, sounds super similar to the Emperor's theme. Hmm. Or if you were to speed up the Emperor's theme, it sounds very similar to Ray's theme. YouTube has speed. <laughs> I I don't have any. Yeah, you'd have, probably have to do YouTube because I can't do it on like my player because right. it doesn't have speed up. So yeah. I tried to actually listen to it. I think through a podcast, and it does. Say, there's a really close. Uh, it all depends on the version you're listening to. But uh, that's my that's another exhibit. Uh, so I uh, just wanted to talk about that. But yeah, getting back to Leia, they wanted so much more. I mean, the fact that they they was even revealed at one point that uh, Force Awakens was going to be Han's movie, Last Jedi was Luke's movie, the final movie was supposed yeah, to be Yeah, she was supposed movie. to have a big piece in She it. was supposed to be a yeah. big piece in this movie. She was probably supposed to actually probably be there at some point, either on... Uh, either on um, Exegol. Exegol, or even on... Uh, she may have even meant to be there on uh, when... Uh, the turn of the the turn of uh, Kylo. Oh yeah, for that rather than just being you know doing it while she's dead, basically. Right, which I thought was neat. I'll get that to that in a second. But um, there's a in the the scene too where they're talking about what's going on. Palpatine returns. There's a look Leia just gives over to Ray. She doesn't even say anything. There's no dialogue, but she looks over at Ray as soon as they say that, and it was like, did you catch that? And my, my brother and he was like, yeah. He totally looked over at Ray. Like as soon as that happened, she looked at her like it's there. All the hints are freaking there. I didn't see that. Well, that's why I saw it third times, and I start looking for little right. stuff. Just to, you know, I'm not paying. I'm paying attention more to dialogue instead of what's happening in the scene, and just like catching little glimpses of who's looking at what. Which is why she said, "No, I don't want you to go." And then maybe realizing we're, we're maybe supposed to catch when she says no, and there's no other argument from her to be like, "Well, you need to go and figure this out, right?" Kind of for yourself because it, it well, plus she knew what. Ray was saying was right. That is something she would do. Right. It is something that she would do, and it's like it's basically what happened to Luke in Empire Strikes Back. Right. Exactly. You, know, you got to go do and be your own person to to get over you know this fear to get to that what is supposed to be that that next level. I really love since you talked about you know the the turn of Kylo back into Ben, 
how that dialogue was almost 100% with with Han, what right. it was in The Force Awakens. But that was amazing, and it just got to be, it just was a flip-flop. To be from I'm claiming the dark side to like, no, I'm giving this up. This isn't what it is. But how in the hell did he get off the planet? But <laughs> I'm sure we'll catch that in a book or a car. A Who? Book. Uh, ben? Kylo. No, how did, yeah, how did Ben get off the planet? He went and got a TIE fighter from the, uh, apparently he found a super intact TIE fighter in okay. the uh, Death Star somewhere. There, there you go. Because there's that little shot of when he lands and he's walking and they do the pan. Oh, that's right. You yeah. see the TIE, fighter, see the TIE fighter You see the, uh, that's another fan service shot right there. Yeah. The TIE fighter next to the old school X-Wing. Okay. There you go. Yeah. I got I to, gotta, that's warrants a watch just for that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the, uh, Wedge, another fan service. For two seconds? For two seconds. That people thought it was Anthony Daniels? It was too fast. I thought it was Anthony Daniels when I first, the first time I saw it. Thank no, you. I knew. And I knew then I realized. But Dan- then two Dennis Lawson's supposed to be in this movie. But then two minute, seconds yeah. after that, I realized, no, wait, that was Wedge. Not, yeah. But it did look like Anthony it Daniels. It did look like Anthony Daniels. Yeah. But, uh, no, uh, yeah. Actually, you, he said that to me because we met up like not that long after, I think at the park. And, uh, he said Anthony Daniels, but that wasn't Anthony Daniels. That was supposed to be, that was supposed to be Wedge. And then he was like, "What's up?" I'm like, "Yeah." And then I didn't tell you this, but I started thinking, "Was that Anthony Daniels?" Because <laughs> it did. Like I admit, like admittedly, it does. Hair, it looked like, like Anthony Daniels. Yeah, yeah, it did. But I was like, "No, I think that's supposed to be Wedge." No, yeah. And then I was... did. I had to look that up, and it was like, "Yeah, Dennis Lawson makes this." Sort of and then it wasn't until the second viewer that I realized that he's in the Falcon, right? Manning the, uh, I think the bottom. Manning the gunner. Yeah, he's the Man- gunner. Manning the bottom gun. He's, he's far too old to like pilot an X wing. Right. Apparently. So. Oh, uh, I think I think actually in the visual dictionary it says something that he ended up he retired. Is, is yeah, he is. had so retired. Yeah. Uh, once again, that's uh, more stuff that was in uh, the book Resistance Reborn. Uh, was that they go back and fight? I mean, he's uh, farming. He has chickens, and he's he misses his chickens, and uh, that uh, they recruit him to do some things. But then he ends up going back uh, to farming or whatever it was he was doing after at the end of the story. Uh, but uh, more uh, kind of just sticking it in there, and mo- uh, people who have read the books know this. Uh, that was actually goes all the way back to the uh, the Chuck Wendig Aftermath books. Is that uh, uh, Wedge is married to uh, Snap's mom? Snap, Snap Wexley, Greg Runberg's. Character. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Uh, who died? Who died? Yeah, two seconds before Wedge showed up. Yeah, too bad he didn't have his powers in Heroes. Right, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, so Snap died two seconds before his stepdad showed up with the fleet. Oh, that's, that's dirty. So that cut a lot of people real deep with yeah, that yeah. Uh, for the people that it's read books. It's great. It's good. No? <laughs> <laughs> Could it be more positive? <laughs> yeah, that, that, was, funny. that was funny. Well, yeah. let me get this with the Emperor. Oh, here we go. I didn't, yeah. Have, yeah, look at this guy. I didn't have... Got no, I, I didn't have a clue about uh, the Palpatine you know, relationship with Ray. But the probably the if if no one caught on to that, the clue would have been when she threw lightning out of her hands. I was like, yeah. The, the first, I didn't even I still didn't catch it because I like I said, oh, this is like Palpatine. That's what I said to myself yeah, yeah, yeah. in the movie, you know, the theater. Well, I think you just meant to think that that's just a a force power because everybody you, you had heard how the force is going to evolve in this movie, and you know that upset some people, but it it oh yeah, it upset a lot of people. To be like the forces. Yeah, I don't read shit. I just, I just, just good for you. Good I, for yeah. you. I just watched the movie. And, and you should. It, it, and, and, and I don't care. It doesn't bug me because I'm just enjoying for a movie for what it is. Now we're not going to talk about Mandalorian quite yet, but we will no, talk about yeah, something with Mandalorian. I know, I know where you're going with that. Yeah, yeah, I know you do because they slickly decided to show a character that everybody loved, 
using a certain force power before showing a character that not as many people love using that same force power. Yeah. And that is the force healing. That was smart. Because on, in on the, the same week that uh, Force Awakens or uh, uh, Rise of Skywalker came out on the Wednesday, they released the episode of Mandalorian early. And it was uh, it featured uh, the the child healing uh, Apollo Creed <laughs> when he got injured by some uh, space Boxer. bats. Oh. Some space bats. What? Oh, Boxer. <laughs> uh, he, when he got injured by uh, Drago, uh, the the child <laughs> needed to use the force uh, healing on him and healed him. And of course, that's what led to you know him uh, being. Turning good. I think several of us watching the movie when we saw Ray do that, do that. Every time I say it, I gotta say serpent, serpent, because that's how three PO said it. I was like, "Are we watching Alice in Wonderland here?" But okay, serpent, serpent. I'm not a serpent. Anyway, um, <laughs> as soon as uh, Ray did that, it was like, "That's why they released the Mandalorian early." That's why, because like you exactly. saw that part. It's supposed yeah. to be that. It's canon. Right. There you go. You can't argue. If you didn't watch The Mandalorian before that, and that's your own Well, problem. I mean, and technically, if people people will go back now have not, you know, because people are, oh, blah, blah, blah. You know, people complain about shit. Well, you know, people that uh, people that know what they're doing with Star Wars, uh, you know, pulling out the old shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the scene of uh, when Luke gets knocked out by the, uh, by the Sand People and Obi-Wan kneels behind him, beside him, and kind of does that... Thing with his hands Ooh, on Luke's head. Yeah, he does. Do he that. does that yeah, kind of yeah, like yeah. Uh, you know. He's kind of like he's doing. There's no reason to do that. And it's just There's trying no to see if he has lice. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Luke had a, definitely a, some sort of uh, angry head concussion. Maybe some CTE. Uh, head it's con- not he checked for a fever. So I mean, he was healing him. Yeah. You could. It could be argued that that Obi Wan was healing him right then. Otherwise, why else would he get up right away after getting a bad concussion? Right, right. <laughs> that was kind so, of weird. Not think about it. So yeah, you that's know, when you think about it, you know, people say, "Oh, that we've never seen that before." Bullshit! It's right it, there. It, it's in the Clone Wars too. It's in the Clone Wars. Yeah, yeah, it's in it's in the Clone Wars. There was a conduit for it, but it's in the Clone Wars. Right. Sure. So I mean, yeah, that's definitely been uh, that was established. That was a great scene. And then I don't know if you picked up on it uh, as they're leaving the cave. Uh, you know, BB-8 asks her, "Why'd you do that?" You know, or what? What did you do? I gave him. You know, and she explains to BB-8 right. about giving the life force, and you'd do it too for me too. And then what happened? What is the next thing you see BB-8 doing? He finds Dio and Dio. Rea- gives yeah. him some energy to reactivate him. So that's BB-8 oh, taking what Ray yeah. said to him and uh, acting on it. Yeah, and that's good. brought that droid back to life, and that droid ended up being integral to helping them find where Exegol was. Right. I like that. So uh, a lot of good things going on there with the uh, coming around and, uh, you know, things having meaning to other things. Uh, you're kind of foolish if you think that everything in the movie isn't intentional. Yeah, I mean. And it, it kind of is. I'm like, really? Not, they're not going to go there and explain it to you. but I mean, I just, uh, you know, imagine not thinking that they've known what they're doing this whole time and thinking right. that they're just kind of. Well, I'm a believer of that. I, I, I truly believe that when they sat down and say, okay, we're going to make these these sequels. That kind of an overarching story was kind of there. This is this is kind of where we're gonna go, but you don't think so? Or something else? Oh, overarching story of this is what, kind of where we're gonna go from here to their end of this movie. That's fine. But I, I think each each director, I think, got to do what they wanted to get there, and I think that's why you saw some like you know people talking with JJ about oh he changed this he changed that because well, it was kind of like well this is what I would have done and I got to get back to what we were telling. 
not that Ryan Johnson did a bad job. I really don't think, again, I like that movie, but I think each one had their own individual way of trying to get there. And it was just like, when you do that, you can start to veer off a little bit more than maybe what you I mean, getting to that, uh, I mean, there's uh, obviously, you know, people say that, uh, uh, you know, J.J. gave in to fan service, gave J.J. gave in to the haters and retconned everything in Last Jedi. Do you feel like at all that anything was retconned? Not really. Do you feel that Luke all of a sudden turning around and saying that he was wrong, do you feel that's retconning? Or do you feel like that that's just the growth from Luke at the end of no, Last I Jedi? No, I, I think that is the growth from him in The Last Jedi. Um, I think he was uh, really bitter at himself. Well, well he should have. Yeah. He had right to be. And then he realizes at the end. Ray makes wasn't. him realize at the end. Yoda right. makes him realize at the end that he was wrong. Yeah. And by the time Ray shows back up, uh, he's he probably even knew somehow in the Force that she was going to be back and that he would get to advise her again. Because, uh, you know, he otherwise, you know, I'm sure he would have found another, some other way to talk to her through the Force otherwise. You know, and then when he shows up, you know, he even makes fun of himself. This is no way to, this is no way to treat your uh, Jedi's weapon or something like that. And it's just... That's him making fun of himself, and that's totally within Luke's character to make fun of himself. If anything, definitely within Mark's character. Said, that's <laughs> definitely Mark Hamill's character. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, but, but at, at fault maybe it only with their with Luke's character in all three of these movies is may, maybe you got a little bit too much Mark Hamill out out of it than than Luke. I agree. There's a lot of. I, know, I, I think maybe that maybe that's what people get upset about is that there was a little bit more Mark Hamill in Luke's portrayal. Are you of, gonna tell me that there's Luke. not a lot of Harrison Ford in, in Han Solo? Oh, there's Solo. a lot of Harrison you Ford can't, in Han Solo. You can't have these guys not play the same character for thirty years and then expect them to come back and be exactly that character. Right, no, no, there's a lot of Harrison Ford in that. Carrie Fisher, Harrison Ford, or or Mark Hamill. Right, right. But you know, being a hermit that long, you probably would come off as a smart ass. Well, yeah, you would. You start seeing people again, like, you know. Oh, the same way everybody talks about um Anakin from the prequels. Hayden Christensen is a very wooden actor, but isn't he supposed to be a excuse me? Is he supposed to be a dick? Well, I he's mean, supposed to be a jerk. Whack. Look what he freaking turns into. <laughs> he's supposed to be a jerk. He just didn't need to be so whiny. But but Luke is whiny though. So at the same I, I, time, but, see, I, I I think the whiny, I think that's part of the character because that's what you're seeing the transition. Right. You're seeing this cocky kid is not getting what he wants. He's only you know in the second not movie, fair. the second movie, he's only like maybe maybe nineteen. 18, 19, he's going to be like that. Anakin. Anakin. Right. In the second movie, he's only 18, 19, so he's going to be like that. He's right. cocky. He's going to be whiny because you know what he's going to turn into. Right. Like I made that argument with my cousin. He kind of was like, I never really thought about it that way. I'm like, well, yeah, I think that's – you just saw it as like – because everybody's cool to hate the prequels. And it's like, no, no, no. I think he's, he – I think he is he the best actor? No, he's not. But did he do what he was supposed to? Yeah, I think he actually did what yeah, he was supposed no, to. He's, I mean, he's supposed yeah, to make you not like it's, him. It's definitely a combination of uh, not necessarily – uh, just completely bad acting, but uh, you know, mediocre acting maybe combined with shitty writing. Yeah, and I, I did hear you say that before. See, but I think it depends what you're doing too, because I've got some kids. Obviously, the the hype around you know Rise of Skywalker and how much I'm into it. A lot of my students are all of a sudden like, you know, Baby Yoda catches on. They want to watch The Mandalorian, even though they've never seen the Star Wars movie. Got kids now who are starting to watch the Star Wars movies. They're making a mistake by watching one, two, and three first. But anyway, um, so I got I have one that's doing that, and she was watching it with her boyfriend, and she said, oh, "We watched one and two. She's like, I can't like I want to watch three, but he wants me to watch it with him. 
we want to watch it together, so I haven't done it yet. And she's like, I really like Anakin. I was like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> it depends on your audience. I'm not going to, if she likes Anakin, she likes Anakin. I'm not going to rebut that. I was just like, okay. They, to everybody's going to have their own opinion. And right. it, you're talking to, and I've said this before about something, you're talking to a different generation of people watching these movies. They're going to have a different view of, as than we did you know, growing up. Because I think I told you this too. I had another one of the kids that works for me. He watched all of them, all the Star Wars movies. He's seen episodes one through eight because not nine hadn't come out. Rogue One, Solo. He watched them all, and he watched them in in order. He watched them one through eight, and I was like, "Why did you do that? I told you not to do that." And he's like, "I don't know." He's like, "I know you did, but I did." And he's like, "I still enjoyed it. I enjoyed it all." And he's like, "But man, we got to number four, and I was like, man, these special effects suck." <laughs> he's like, because you just had all the CGI in one, two, and three, and you get to four, and you're just like, man, it really took a downturn from what, what it was. I'm like, yeah, well, yeah, it was made 30, you know, 30 years before or whatever it was, 20 years before. I'm like, yeah, there's a huge difference in, in what you see. He's like, no, over, the story overall he liked, but there, people like those prequels, and people have a, a, a positive thought about them. They see where the whole thing was going, and I'm okay with that. It's just more Star Wars fans. Right, I hope we get more of that later with the with this uh, trilogy. That I think uh, you will because, like everybody's been saying, too, more like, people appreciate it. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, there's just been so much vitriol and. Well, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a shout out to uh, I'm gonna throw a shout out to Giselle, who now is a, a Star Wars fan. She just got ten times cooler. <laughs> right on, yeah, <laughs> and I haven't told her, but hey, Giselle, you're like ten times cooler now because you like Star Wars. <laughs> Whether or not you like the prequels, it doesn't matter. If you like the overall. You know, message of it and series, then it's a it's a win. We won. You joined the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's just that's what I see from a lot. Because I guess because I deal with with younger people is that like they've got their own take on this kind of stuff. And like I've I've said this before, episode four is very wordy. It's a very very wordy movie. So to get them to watch that first is like you have to stick with it though. And I'll tell them watch these first four five and six first. Then you can go back and watch these if you want to if you really get into it. But watch seven, eight, nine. Which is funny that you mentioned how wordy, uh, which uh, wordy Star Wars is because uh, episode one's very wordy. One too. of the uh, one of the complaints, first complaints that were coming out of uh, uh, Rise of Skywalker. Oh, it's too fast. The, a lot of action. Uh, that one. No, too much exposition in the first uh, third of the movie. Yeah, in the first act. Too yeah. much exposition in the first act. What do you think? Uh, New Hope is all exposition. <laughs> <laughs> So you said there's a lot of talking. It's like the first half of it is mo- is just all expo- exposition. Tell the tell the Death Star. It's all yeah. It's a lot of talking. Yeah, you get these like flashes of action. That's, Not that's much though. I mean, no, no, you, you don't. Get, you get like and that, uh, that's why I always tell people like you watch this one, but it's gonna you have to pay attention first of all. Have to pay attention to the movie because there's a lot of dialogue. It's stuff you'll need for like kind of later on. It's not it's not a difficult movie to watch, but no, I agree with you. There's a lot of talking, and then you get like a short burst of action. And then, but the action you got was was cool. You get these, you know, laser swords and all this kind of stuff. And then pew, pew. moving on, yeah. Well, that's then, all later in the movie, though. You think about it is. the first most of the movie. It's like you get the biggest action, like in the first two thirds of the movie. Like I said, up until you get on the Death Star, the biggest action is probably Luke getting knocked out by the Sand People. Right. So, that, but you watch that movie. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> you watch that movie and you get through it, and people are like, "That was a pretty cool movie by now standards." By now, standards. Nine nineteen seventy seven standards lines around the block. That's all I'm talking about. Right. By now, standards. You get to the movie, be like that movie was. Uh, yeah, it was okay. And then you watch episode five, and then you get people to get through episode five, and all of a sudden they're like, okay, now I'm hooked. 
Because see, then now, when you now, think of, now when, I'm hooked. Because when you think about it that way, you think about why that that that's why you got the pod race <clears throat> because you don't want to have a movie where you get to go two thirds of the way through the movie before having any major action scenes like with Star I Wars. I guess so. I that's guess why so. you have a pod race. Like that's like as if you know before they leave Tatooine, all of a sudden, oh, we better go watch this pod race, or we have to do this pod race before we can get off off the planet, and then they get into space and then go to the Death Star. That's so you don't have any ac- lack of action before they get to the yeah, Death Star. Yeah. And, and so the- you have that pod race before they go back to Coruscant where you're going to have a big old long lot of talking when you get yeah, to Coruscant yeah. and no action when on Coruscant. Why do you think that's why you have that stupid, pointless... You talk about Candlebite being pointless. Uh, I know this turned into all of a sudden something about the prequels, but... The uh, the chase. Uh, well, we can the, talk about this because the Skywalker Skywalker saga is over. True, the Zam Wessel chase oh, at yeah, the beginning yeah. of uh, Action Runaway. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like about fifteen minutes of nothing to, a, char- to a character who is nothing. Right, exactly. Yeah. To a character who ends up being nothing. Right. Because then it just leads back to Django. It's like, well, that could have just been Django. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the whole race through. Uh, although the music, I like the music in it. And it calls back to some earlier John Williams uh, soundtracks, and you get the including the mi- including Midway. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, you get you get your first really cool views of uh, the, uh, the the highways of uh, Coruscant. But otherwise, it, it served no purpose. Once again, it was just to provide action so you don't get bored. Because, like you said, now you know that's why Empire Strikes Back works so well and it's so well paced because you have talking battle of. Uh, Hoth. Hoth, yeah. talking, asteroid field, talking, uh, you know, Cloud City. You know, and, so, and it is, because I remember even watching that as a kid, watching Empire as a kid, the, the Dagobah scene, I mean, yeah, it's important to get, you know, the, the very beginning to figure out, okay, Yoda's going to train this guy. But the actual training sequence is kind of boring. Like, I mean, you know, I've never said, I'm, it's not boring, but you got to, like, as compared to everything else, you're just like... This is kind of as on the flip side, where yeah. I think the 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 Ray uh, Luke stuff uh, in Last Jedi is the best parts of the, uh, Last Jedi. Hmm. I think it's not the little animal. What's it called? Porgs. Porgs. <laughs> oh, I love porgs, man. Babu Frick. Let's talk about hey hey. Hey, I thought that guy was from Moana. Oh, hey hey. Hey hey, my Babu Frick, my oldest friend. That was funny. That was because funny. it's the first person he talks to when he wakes up. Yeah, so it's his oldest friend. <laughs> it's true, <laughs> and you knew that. Bobby the droid, he's so ready. <laughs> Little Mario, <laughs> <laughs> the droid, he's so ready. <laughs> yeah, that, that guy's funny. funny. Uh, I'm not surprised that everybody is, uh, you know, I mean, if anybody is, uh, if anything's uh, to be learned from the whole uh, quote unquote baby Yoda, the child. Uh, thing is that uh, all you gotta do is put something cute, and then of course porgs before that, and uh, all you gotta do is put something. Uh, I mean, you wouldn't even say Bobby Frick is cute per se, but what would you say about Bobby Frick? I's not one baby. Why is he such a? Why is he like the baby Yoda? I of, think uh, the way, just the way he talks. I don't want to call you cute because he's an old man. We think just about his, it. Just his character. Yeah. Uh, trivia. Do you know who does the voice of Bobby Frick? No. Who? Moaning Myrtle. Oh really? Yeah. Oh wow. From Harry Potter. Wow. Who's like a sixty-year-old lady by now? She was old when she was doing that. Was she? Yeah, she Probably. was like the rest of the little kids. She's like easily yeah. in her twenties. Right. Yeah. So, a little trivia there. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. 
Uh, other trivia, the voice of Dio was, uh, what? Ronnie oh, James. Yeah, Ronnie Yeah, uh, was, uh, crap, now I forgot. Was it, uh, now I'm forgetting because JJ did a voice. Uh, oh, yeah, he did. But so did Terrio, and now I'm forgetting which one's with. One of them was Dio. Now I don't for, remember which one, but I, do, I remember reading that. I remember I'm forgetting who that. the other one was. Crap. Uh, I, I well, know, one of them was Dio. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. Yeah. Well, Mar- Mark Hamill was the was the one who gave the. Oh, uh, Mark Hamill was the one who gives them the info. The, who, the let's talk about Hux. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> who then was uh, beheaded? Yes, then was beheaded. Subsequently beheaded. That was Mark Hamill. In case you didn't know that, the guy that sticks his hand. Just win the war. Just win the war. Uh, let's talk about okay. <laughs> Let's talk about that guy, uh, the Muppet that's driving uh, uh, Lando's Land Cruiser. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> he turns to him, go blah blah, Roker. Yeah, that's, he did. I, I thought you like that was kind of weird, but okay. that guy said looked like he was yeah. like an ostrich Muppet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say before that? What? Not that. Not the Muppet. You were talking about. Let's talk about somebody else. And it was who was it when we were talking about Mark Hamill? You just said let's talk about oh Hux. Oh, Hux. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Hux. yeah that guy. Uh, Hux. Uh, he, he was a Weasley. With Bony Myrtle. <laughs> yes, he was a Weasley. Uh, he's also in uh, uh, He's also in uh, Peter Rabbit. Yeah. You, that was easy to figure out, right? You figured out. That, you knew Hux that, was the spy. That Hux was the spy. Did you figure that out before he came out? or No. Okay. <laughs> All right. Cool. I mean, but, you know, you, you knew. No, I didn't. No one did it at the beginning, but as he started to go along, you're like, I think it's well, Hux. You, well, you knew that he was going to be like, you knew why he was doing it before he even said it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You knew he would, before he even said... All that tension was there for the last two I'm movies. not doing this for you. I'm doing this... I like the way he says that line, by the way. <laughs> well, I, I like the way he says all, most of his lines. He yeah, has very excellent delivery. Yeah. Uh, I definitely would have liked to have seen more of him, and I would not have... Would have liked to have seen him actually go with them or something. Uh, he deserved uh, retribution more than Ben Solo. Sorry. No, I'm just kidding. I <laughs> 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 pissed some people off if they heard me say that. But, but as soon as you know he got shot in the leg, you're like, this guy's dead. That was not going to go over well. Like, what was the point of having him get shot? And he's just going to get shot by by the other guys. So it's like, whatever. Yeah. Because I guess it was better than getting killed by Kylo. Because otherwise did, he would have got knocked, thrown off of, uh, the bil- the ceiling or something. Did we see... Okay, so uh, again, something the Visual Dictionary explains. But didn't you wonder when you watched the movie, like, where in the hell did they get all these people to not only pilot all these ships and all these Sith troopers with the red... Everybody made a big deal about the, oh, the red stormtrooper. Where did they get this? Then the Red Stormtrooper was nothing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now there is uh, dialogue. It's like quick dialogue that basically those people have. Uh, they're all the Sith followers. Yeah, they're the children and of the, the followers. Cho- si- yeah, the children of the, the Sith followers. Uh, that which is separate from the children who have the First Order has been taken. Yes, that which is separate because there was a lot of people getting into it online. Oh, Jenna and uh, Finn are hypocrites because they talked about, uh, you know, how they were stormtroopers who blah, 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 and then they go off and they kill more stormtroopers. Yeah. Well, no, they were killing Sith troopers, which Sith troopers are not the same as the stormtroopers who were being kidnapped no, as children. It's different. They're different. different. Yeah. The Sith troopers were uh, children of, were all children and part of the, the Sith followers, the, you know, probably all the children of those weirdos who were sitting up in the rafters. Uh, yeah, I want to know more about them. Moaning. I want to know more about. Yeah, I want to know all about uh, that whole, how all of that happened. Yeah. Uh, that's a whole good story. 
Uh, there's obviously a lot that probably connects back to stuff in the store, in the uh, books, and in uh, the video games. There's a there's a really big thing that I know that is probably connected, and it's all part of uh, Palp's, uh, you know, scorched earth policy. And uh, it's actually no, if you really think about uh, how the, the the star destroyers, the Sith star destroyers, uh, were uh, have that cannon put on there, which yeah. basically can destroy a planet. It's right. the next evolution in. Uh, not necessarily connected to uh, Starkiller Base, which people probably assumed it was, but it's not. It's actually would be if you think about it, because in uh, the books, some of the books, there's a uh, ongoing thread of what's called Operation Cinder, mm-hmm. which gets put into effect by uh, by uh, robots that uh, have like a screen for a face. Have you ever seen uh, Scrooged? Yeah. Do you remember the uh, how the Ghost of Christmas future looked? How he was all the robes, and then he had like a screen for a face, yeah, okay, like a TV. Mm-hmm. Well, it's basically like a dude in a red suit, and then he has the screen with the face of the emperor, mm-hmm. and he delivers uh, messages to people in the fleet after the emperor dies and after the, everything that happens in Endor. He's basically like uh, the mouth of Sauron. Yeah, you know what that is, right? Yeah, yeah from yeah, yeah from the extended di- edition of Lord of the Rings. Yeah, wow. <clears throat> he's basically that's, the that's, like that's, that's a lot of movie. Yeah, he's basically like the mouth of Sauron. He speaks. What he what the robot speaks through the through the through the through the screen mm-hmm. is basically like it's coming from the emperor, and he goes. They send all these droids out and they give orders to implement what's called Operation Cinder, which is where they start build, go basically they basically firebombing whole planets, you know, basically like uh, the when the U.S. firebombed Japan during World War Two or Germany. Uh, it was basically yeah, that um, on a global scale, and they was doing it to. Uh, the emperor ordered it done to uh, planets that were uh, extremely against him, right. and that they were having constant conflict on, and so that was his way of kind of, you know, a last fu uh, uh, on his death. But then at the same time, obviously, that was just one in a long line of, uh, you know, his plan. You know, and it, when you think about it, that that plan. You know, it's been we've known about this for like five years already. This mm. Operation Cinder since mm. the very first Aftermath book by Chuck Wendig, mm. and uh, it all makes sense now because it all makes right. sense that uh, well, obviously the logical thing is you know having the fleet firebomb planets to having an actual star destroyer that could destroy a whole planet. How how crazy is it that all this stuff fits together? Somebody sits there and says, "Well, this is what's going on, so we can connect it like this." It's that meme of uh, is it Chris Pratt? Has all the strings, going Charlie by. Day. Charlie Day, yeah. Has all the strings going by, everything all connecting these conspiracy theories, right? So yeah, it's cool how it all fits together. And uh, uh, let's just talk about the whole. We're, we talked a little bit about obviously the whole thing, but how how do you guys feel about how it all fits together? I mean, you already mentioned earlier about how you think the first six fit together really well. Not as much with the last three, would you say? I mean, I would agree with that to some extent, but they st- I feel like they still go all together. I don't remember saying that, but okay. Like, <laughs> um, no, I'm I'm okay with it. I mean, you look at the originals uh, where Return of the Jedi ended and you got 30 years later. Okay. Shit's going to happen in 30 years. So. Well, yeah, obviously. A yeah. bunch of things are going to are gonna happen that you're gonna, not going to see on screen. You'll get references to some stuff there and you'll get books and comics about it. So I don't have a problem with any of it. At all. It's just more Star Wars. I'm good. <laughs> yep, definitely. The yeah. funny thing is, is uh I had uh I'd gone off to when uh I had a post that I that I put up 
and said something like, I don't know. And I, I haven't actually met I in person or people that I know. Maybe it's because I know these people, but that have actually said this was a bad movie. And I still contend if you can't look at this this movie after all this and think, that was a pretty good movie. And if you hate all of the sequels or all of the prequels, I still think you're not a real fan. You just like old movies. Like, you know, I don't think you're a fan. You can't call yourself that. If, if you don't like anything that, like, Which is you can't more... see what they're going all together. We're trying, they were trying to put it, this whole story together. Yeah, you just like old movies. Which is a nice counter to the people. I literally saw somebody on Twitter who said that if you, that it's fine if you like all these three movies as a, uh, you're not a real Star Wars fan if you like these mo- three movies. You just like three uh, sci-fi movies. Yeah. And I'm no. like, no, that's not how that works. Uh, no, it doesn't work. You don't get to tell me what a real fan is. Nobody really. I just kind of did, but okay. No, no, no. <laughs> well, no, I mean, okay. Yeah, I know yeah. that. I mean, it's just like, yeah, you, I don't know. There's just way too much gatekeeping in this. Uh, right. And uh, I don't know. I think I feel like the Star Wars fans are just, they really gone to a point where they really want to make themselves look worse than Star Trek or Doctor <laughs> Who fans ever have been, <clears throat> which have, uh, have always been the two most decisive, well, divisive uh, fandoms in history, considering how much turnover and how many different shows they've had yeah, yeah. and stuff like that, that uh, you know, Star Wars fans have a lot to learn from those but two fandoms it's true, as far as accepting like, things. How, how can you think any, anything that comes out new that is what you love is necessarily a bad thing? Are some better than others? Yeah, yeah. I mean, all these people. Some are that, better than others. All these but... people that that claim to hate Disney Star Wars so much, and uh, or the you know the sequel trilogy or however they want to refer to it as, all these people that hate it so much. Uh, I just want to say, would you really prefer there was nothing? Yeah, right. Because that's what there would be. Right. Lucasfilm. Lucas was Lucas was done. Right. He was already. He was ready to. Uh, you know, he was ready to finish up Clone Wars and move on to the sequel trilogy, but then he saw so how much hate he got for about the about the prequels. He was like, then he was like, no, that's why. Why do you think he sold? Right, he's like, because I'm. Do you done. really think that he would have sold Disney if if he really wanted to do that and have to put up all that crap again? Wait, you know what? I want to feel people. People think that he's like out of his mind that Disney ruined Star Wars for him. He's probably he's he's laughing. <laughs> he's laughing. He's literally sitting at home laughing. He got your money. He's laughing because he didn't have to be the one to listen to all this shit. <laughs> I want to like, see JJ, Ryan, Kathleen Kennedy, all of them. That's they're all hearing the shit that he would have had right. to hear I, if he, I, see if what he it's had like. done it. I know how I feel. Exactly. He's I, like he's just he's laughing. You'll get a kick out of this one. I want to see all these people rise up. All these people. You need to come through and you need to make a fuss when the next five Avatar movies come out. <laughs> Please make a fuss at this because the first one I wasn't even. Oh, no, that good. I've literally already seen uh, talking heads on uh, on uh, Twitter saying, "Well, I can't get, I can't wait to see uh, the Avatar movies because James Cameron actually knows how to do a cohesive story." Did they watch Avatar? <laughs> I mean, like, because, like, okay, no, they 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 th- seem to think that uh, James Cameron is much better suited to doing a. Uh, long arc story okay. through multiple movies than what Lucasfilm is. Okay. Did they see Titanic 2? Because, wow, no, just no. There was no <laughs> Titanic 2. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Titanic as well, because that one was a, that was a, wow, that was something else too. 
Uh, well, the only thing worse is Pearl Harbor, but uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> that's Michael Bay. That's a whole Transformer. Nah, that's the, the, we won't even go there. Not even that uh, part. Midway. That was a good movie. Oh, uh, okay. Did you see it? Uh, I did not, but you should see I should see that. Video. It was really good. Um, what's it called? Uh, Mandalorian. Shall we? Finally. Yeah, I mean, if we, if you think any last words on uh, Rise no, of I'm good. Uh, Ray. Rise of Ray. Hold on, hold Rise on. of Ray. I have a question oh, for you. Oh, two more things. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was going to ask you. So given the Disney Plus, and we don't know what the relationship is going to be with Netflix for Rise of Skywalker and all that kind of stuff, if it comes out on Blu-ray or a collected set, are you getting that or are you just watching it on Disney Plus? Well, first of all, it's definitely going to go to Disney Plus. I doubt very much they would have agreed to put it on. Oh, could because of when uh, it came out. Because of all when it came out. So they definitely wouldn't have agreed to put anything on Netflix. But... uh I will watch it on Disney Plus. I will. I know there's a steelbook coming out at Best Buy. Oh, there always is a steelbook coming out. So at Best Buy. Uh, I might get that. I did don't I, did know. I we'll just see, see something today about 4K 27 disc set? The same day that that's coming out is going to be a uh, big 4K set. As it's finally coming out in 4K, it's a big long set. And uh, Best Buy also has an exclusive box that has a really cool looking. Uh, I don't know how much it costs, but it's very cheap. Started the 27 Death Star on is not it. cheap. Uh, no, I think it was like uh, 200 or something Okay, like so that. when the DVDs came out of the first the original six, that was like 90 bucks. And, right. we, and we all got that. And the Blu-ray. So, I got the Blu-ray. But yeah, I've, I've I don't got need that. to get the 4K because I don't have BJS. 4K yet. So once I get a PS, and I have them all individually. Once I get a PS5, then I'll worry about getting 4K. Yeah, so um, I probably will. I probably will buy it. Like that, but then everything—they're going to get more money out of us because everything now is going to come out the complete Skywalker saga. Right. I just got for Christmas one of the one of the students got me the Monopoly, um, oh, cool. game, and it's the complete Skywalker saga. It's episodes one through nine. Cool. I haven't played it yet, but I was like, ooh, I was looking at this dude. <laughs> That's cool. right on. That's nice. Uh, just a couple more things. Uh, lightsabers. Uh, we got to see a couple new lightsabers in this movie. I just want. Uh, Are you going to give me shit because it's yellow? Oh, maybe. Uh, well, that it looks like her staff. What did you think about? <laughs> I called that shit a long time ago. I'm going to say, <laughs> uh, what do you think about Leia's lightsaber? I, you knew it. It threw me at first. You knew it had to happen. You knew she was going to get some training, right? After she, you know, that she had that she had, had some. It had some. Uh, just another, Otherwise, she wouldn't be able to pull that Mary Poppins. Right. Just another note about uh, Billy Lord. You know that that was her in the uh, in. As Leia, in that flashback, oh, okay, That's that cool. was her, and it was uh, also it was Mark and her, and they just obviously put the faces. So, okay, That's so cool. that was cool. Uh, then yes, uh, Ray's lightsaber. Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't care. Why? Yeah. I, I don't. I didn't. I didn't get mad at Mace's purple one. Oh, why, why would you why be mad? Why would I be mad at this yellow? Okay, yellow's she, an established she's, she's color. She's got to figure it out. Okay. That's even better. That's even yeah. better. It's uh, established as the color for balance. It's used by the by the uh, the, oh, okay. the temple guard. That makes that means even more, right? As opposed to uh, blue and uh, green, green which means uh, one is uh, one is basically a def- uh, protection or something like that, mm-hmm. like a protector, and the other one is more of a defender or something like. That. They have two. Is different- this all in Savvy's? The workshop is this all in Savvy's? It might what, be what the. What the, what the hilts mean or, or the blades? It should be. It might be. Hmm. But uh, Watch the video, YouTube. <laughs> yeah, so those they mean basically opposite things. And then you have the yellow, which is what was used by the temple guards and stuff like that. 
and their color meant basically balance. Okay. And, uh, you know, things like that. And uh, so it's, it's fitting that, uh, especially if you... Uh, thinking you go by the idea that maybe part of part of Ben is inside of her, yeah, as uh, the dyad combined, right, right, right. and uh, they would be fitting that she should go with the yellow as for uh, and be the uh, the pinnacle of the balance that uh, Anakin couldn't w- was, be. Yeah, that wasn't, was yeah. that she's obviously you know, and this obviously pisses people off, but I don't care. She was the true chosen one. Yeah, because. I think you said it. The uh, prophecy was misinterpreted. Oh yeah, I think uh, I same as in Harry point. Potter. The yeah. prophecy could have easily been misinterpreted in that. For it to have been Neville Longbottom could easily have been the chosen one. Yeah, because uh, they both came from similar backgrounds with their parents dying. But uh, yeah, it could have been Anakin. Anakin failed, and Ray. Ended up being the uh, the balance where Anakin couldn't, so right, it definitely you. worked out and everything coming together. And so, people so quick to point out a oh, it's the prophecy, yeah, well. <laughs> right? Uh, all right, so uh, yeah, that wraps that up. Uh, normally, I talk about music, but there's been some there's so much music to go through in this movie, and the soundtrack that came out isn't really complete enough for me to have gone through it. And a lot of the pieces are just like a mixture of a different music, and you don't really have like one particular Ooh, piece. Ooh, the remix. Where you at, Michael? And then some of it's actually too long, and now that we put these things on YouTube, we can't really put long right. pieces like we used to. Oh, well, yeah, to, because they won't get on YouTube. Right, because I used to play like whole pieces during some of the older ones, and that, that wouldn't work now with the YouTube. So I'll just not play anything at all, and you will like it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, all right, let's talk about Mandalorian. We're not going to about the whole thing. Uh, we did talk about a little bit at the beginning when it first came on, I think, when you were here. Uh, but, um, yeah, let's talk about it. What did you think overall? I, I liked it. I, I still have the opinion that, it, to me, it seems like a video game. <laughs> going on missions, going here, going there. I never I mean, thought about it like that, but yeah, that's, that's, I mean, that's kind of accurate. Yeah, he goes on, you know, I mean, he's trying to make his money, you know, try to get his credits. And it's just like a video game, you know? Okay, you need to go here and do this. And while you're doing this mission or doing your task, you come up with some trouble that you got to get through. It's like a chapter on Red Dead Redemption. Exactly. No, what I was actually thinking was that's why everybody likes Dash Rendar. Oh, right. Shadows of the Empire. Because it was nothing nothing but a video game, but it it, it 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 ended up with a comic. Right. It ended up with toys. Yeah. Shadows of the Empire. I can't. I can't remember any other Star Wars anything no. video game that actually had toys. But Shadows of the Empire had toys. Well, I have them. Well, of course, it was a book first, but yeah. Well, it yeah, was, yeah, then yeah. it was a yeah video game. But uh, yeah, no, I agree. Uh, I get what you're saying. Uh, I always feel more like. Uh, I mean, I know that's a sensibility that's now been brought on from the modern day uh, way that video games are. Storylines, uh, right? To me, it's just more of like uh, it's just, it's it's like it's a TV show. That's what it is. People do expect uh, it to be like a movie. It's not a movie. It's a still a TV show, no matter how you look at it. And if you want to compare it to anything, I would compare it to uh, the Incredible Hulk. I mean, it's like uh, Bruce Banner going from town to town, uh, solving problems. <laughs> and exactly, it's like you could have easily have played sad that. Hulk music. You could have easily have played sad Hulk music at the end yeah. of Ben Lorien, and, and it would probably work the same because. Or uh, or kung fu even before that. <laughs> uh, what was kung fu? Same thing. Go from town to yeah. town. You solve a problem, then you leave. That's basically what he's doing. Mandalorian. He's going from town to town, and he's solving problems, and he's leaving. But they're 
is an overall arcing story, which obviously with this, there's a little bit more of an arcing yeah, story on, than, yeah. say, Incredible Hulk, or even especially Kung Fu, which I don't even know if it had an overall arcing story. But. I haven't seen enough of it to know. <laughs> so the overall arcing story, that's interesting, uh, because when this, you know, we saw toys come out for um, the Mandalorian, except the Mandalorian, actually, right. by himself, and the child. Uh, I know I saw him at the parks, like, right away. And um, everybody was real big in IG-11 and Quill and all that. And then um, you started, the series started, you watched it, and then, I mean, the very first episode. IG-11's done. IG-11's done. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, okay. <laughs> they, they just Darth Maul me? <laughs> right. So, and like, and then to see it turn around was, was interesting. Because you saw that for a number of seasons, or a number of uh, episodes, because I thought the same thing with uh, 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 Cara Dune. Right, because uh, you had got so character. teased with Cara Dune. Right. Uh, and then later on, even with, uh, with uh, uh, Ming-Na Wen's character, you got teased with those ahead of time. Uh, and then, but like, yeah, with Cara Dune, she was in the trailers and everything. Right. And you got teased with her, but then you just episode after episode. Yeah, episode, and, and then you're like, that, that's it? It's like, oh, well. Yeah. Okay. It was nice to see it towards the end come, come back around. And be like, oh, okay, this is where it all kind of fits in. They're they're gonna come back around. Even even uh, Apollo Creed's character, um, I forget <laughs> Apollo his name. Creed's yeah, character. Apollo, what's Apollo Creed's character's <laughs> name? Uh, yeah, Grief Carga. Um, even him, you know, as soon as he got shot with that with that stuff, I knew he wasn't dead. But as soon as he got shot with that stuff, I was like, we're gonna see this guy again, or is it gonna be episodes later until we see it? And nope, he came back around in that in that final episode and made a lot of sense. And I was like, all right. Do you think it was long enough? Do you think it was too short? I I think it was long enough. I think I, it, I, I like because I mean, it's explaining the character, explaining the storylines and everything. Um, we already knew that season two was in the works already because um, what's his name, the director, um, the creator. Whatever. Oh yeah, uh, Favreau, the guy from Swingers. There you go. Yeah, yeah, Favreau already said that he was writing the script for season two, but so I mean. I think it was enough. I was, uh, I, you know, it's like every episode, it makes you wanting more. Of course. So everyone's going to be ready for season two to come out. But I think it might have been a smart idea not to do it, like, because a typical season on TV is like 22 episodes. Right. But I think making it eight was kind of smart and taking that whole Netflix route where it's like, we only do like 10 episodes or whatever, because it did. It didn't give you time to burn out because maybe if you've done 22 episodes, you're gonna have oh. some that are just filler and mean nothing, right? Where it's like, like compared season, to the video or episode two, right? <laughs> filler, right? So <laughs> yeah, it kind of was, huh? Yeah, like, is that the one with the egg? Uh, yes. Okay, yeah. Yes. So yeah, maybe maybe, <laughs> maybe thinking that. Okay, you only got one instead of like okay, maybe half the season yeah, like, right. it goes nowhere because you you don't want to advance the storyline too quick because you know like when we're hoping to get picked up for another season, but it really is like okay, we're just gonna tease you with this stuff, we'll give you this little bit of a payoff, and then like leave you kind of hanging to like. What what kind of happens here? Um, what did you do? Did you, was there any episode in particular you thought was like really good? Um, besides the all, the last one was awesome. Yeah, I, I, it's just the, you know, they're they're trapped. Where are they going? You know, and yeah. it's like, oh crap, what's gonna happen? I mean, you know, they're gonna survive because season oh, yeah, two yeah. is gonna season work. Season two is gonna come out. But uh, it was like, oh, where the, what's gonna happen? How are they gonna get out of here? And um, and then the yeah yeah that's probably I would say is the best. Anybody else get a uh, end of uh, uh, Butch and Sundance? How do you mean? You know, end of you've seen Butch. Yeah, I've seen Butch. Yeah, of course. The end when they're in the 
cantina or whatever, and the whole Bolivian army's outside or whatever. Oh, okay, okay. Kind of that same yeah, yeah, yeah. vibe. You, you know what episode I really liked was um, the one that the prison yeah. the ship that, that they went on. I thought that was a cool episode. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, let's yes. uh, yeah. bring it back to uh, Harry Potter. The Tonks played. Oh yeah, Tonks uh, who played uh, Nymphadora Tonks uh-huh. in uh, Harry Potter was the uh, was the the. Uh, I want to say Devorian, but it's not Devorian. No, it's. Uh, why is it blanking? The same thing Hera is. Well, it's Hera, and it's uh, a bit for tuna. Um, <laughs> Crap, it's gone. Why is it blanking? Twi'lek. Twi'lek, yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, she played the the Twi'lek, the purple Twi'lek that was in that episode, which was really cool. Of course, Bill Burr, uh, the comedian, as uh, the main guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clancy Brown, <laughs> uh, great. Uh, uh, Kurgan from Highlander, Lex Luthor from oh, yeah, Everything yeah. Animated, uh, was the big guy with the... Was the uh, he was the dr- draconian, the I think draconian, the same yeah, as yeah. the one guy from the cantina, right. in uh, Star Wars. Yeah, uh, he was that. And then uh, what, the, what's Bobby Elvis's name? The guy uh, from Sons of Anarchy. He oh. was the one that hired him. Oh, oh, is that who that was? Yeah, I never seen that show. So okay, yeah, I didn't yeah. recognize that guy. Oh yeah, that's Bobby Elvis from Sons of Anarchy. He watched Sons of Anarchy. He plays Bobby, the guy that's the Elvis impersonator. And then the droid, I uh, was uh, somebody else, but I forgot who did the voice of the droid. No, nah, I don't remember, but yeah, it was somebody else. But yeah, so uh, you had a really cool, uh, yeah, that episode was really good. I liked that episode. A lot of great uh, uh, actors, uh, good cameos in that episode. Yeah, I thought it was one of the better the better episodes. Baby the Childless, for the most part. Oh, yeah, because yeah. they were just uh, the one moment when they almost drop him. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about that? <laughs> about beating on Baby Yoda? Oh, you want to talk about... Oh. Uh, 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 Jason Sudeikis. Yeah, but actually, I don't think that was Jason Sudeikis. It was the other guy. But uh, uh, yeah, it was the other one. Yeah, you knew that was. The, you I, know, you was know I know Sudeikis. the name. I know the names, but I'm something. Polly. I don't. I didn't. Yeah, I, don't I didn't know. know who that guy was. I don't. I didn't really. Know I know Jason Sudeikis. Whatever. I know the though. name Jason. Jason Sudeikis, but uh, he was the one who was the other one. He's the one who came over and then hit the baby. Yeah, dirty. You know. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Yeah, that people, last, people got up in arms about that. Yeah, they did. They were so mad. There was people that actually like they were sending Jason Sudeikis hate mail. Yeah, I heard about that. And, you know, uh, you can't hit a fifty-year-old. Yeah, apparently <laughs> not. Yeah, <laughs> so older than him. There was people that were actually like literally like uh, the, you would have thought that they got PD, PTSD from it or they were triggered or something. <laughs> like, they hit the baby. There was so much outrage over that; it was ridiculous. I'm like, but not surprising considering <laughs> this is Star Wars. Yeah, and everything else that we have to go through. But uh, yeah, let's just. Uh, was there anything about any other episode? Or you just want to talk about real, the last episode, real, real quick? Uh, episode two. Oh well, going like way I back. Said, <laughs> Dirty uh, ass Jawas. Yeah, that, <laughs> that that when I watched that episode, that's where the video game came into oh. effect because they're trying to get the egg. You know, just, we said that would that was oh, a killer the, episode. And the, the Mudhorn is the boss. The Mudhorn is the boss. And yeah. you're just like, you know, yeah, that was a filler. It was. Right, what we said when uh, he stepped away here in the studio um, was that ten e- or eight episodes was probably enough to give you like that's enough. If it had gone a normal TV season is twenty two, there would have been a lot of filler. Oh, you wouldn't have in, even in really gone episodes. that far. Even if you had gone a cable season, twelve to thirteen. Yeah, uh, I think it would have been. Yeah, you would have ended up well because anytime you go over eight or ten, you have to have filler. Which is why one of the reasons why a lot of your series now, uh, 
you know, that's why cable series, I think they all came up with the whole uh, 10 to 13 format for cable series. Yeah. And then later on, streaming series uh, adopted the same thing because it was much easier to tell a standalone story where you don't have to do too much filler well, within those amount of episodes as opposed to not, uh, you know, anytime you, like I said, anytime you go up to 13 or more and then you have, of course, up into 20 episodes, you have to have filler episodes because you can't keep a continuous story going. So w- what about, what about, and it's, it's just an interesting thought I was as you were talking, so, and I know you're familiar with some of this, but uh, the BBC, a lot of the BBC stuff is a little bit different. They'll do three, like, hour and a half episodes. Right. And that's the season. Like, that wasn't the last, no, Sherlock, did you watch Sherlock? Sherlock, last Sherlock was, was all that. of Sherlock was Luther like, is like that. Luther. Yeah, that Dracula series, is the, which I'm, I'm very interested to watch, the Dracula series on Netflix. It's yeah. basically Dracula, but it's it's three hour and a half episodes. Right. So I think, Something like that would work as opposed to 30 to 40 minutes an episode. Right. I don't know. I just thought it would be kind of cool because you get, you get more. You get more right once, but you, like, you would get a complete story arc in three episodes. Right. But they're almost like movie length. Yeah. So I don't know. I, that's an, not that they do that. Not that we have any info on that. I just thought that would be kind of cool. Well, that's why that's the best thing about why uh, Kenobi is going to end up being a series rather than a movie because you're going to get so much more content out of it. Yeah. Then rather than just a you know a two hour movie of Kenobi trying to fit everything in, then you get the same complaints. Oh well, it, you know like with Rise of Skywalker, how it should have been longer and blah blah blah, yeah. and everything that was left out. Well, you get a series. There's no excuses for that. Everything can be included in there. Well, but what about this other format though? That's what I'm actually. I guess I'm trying to say is like if you watch Sherlock or you watch Luther. Oh, you're talking about has, them doing yeah, that kind of. Form. It has an overall. Um, I mean, I'm sure if that fit, if that fit into their story the way they wanted to tell the story, I'm sure that would work for them. Yeah, I just don't know if that's really how they want to. No, do it. I probably not. I, just I also don't idea. think that's really a, a way that they want to do it for streaming, mm. especially with the fact that Disney has gone with the more of the not the the they're going the opposite of the uh, you know with the weekly release. Yeah, rather yeah, yeah, than yeah. the. Uh, Rather than the uh, the dump, the dump. Yeah. Uh, if you were doing the dump, it'd be okay to do the just the three one and a half hour things or something like that. Because there have been a couple, uh, uh, Castlevania, the animated Castlevania was like that. I think it's like two or three. Oh, uh, I think it was. The first I didn't season watch it. My, was my the first did. season yeah, was only like, like three one and uh, and a half hour uh, episodes or something like that. And then so they do do something like that. It just it depends on if that fits into the the story you want to tell. Right. And I don't even know where that came from. It just was something like. I thought about. I think it just works better for the format of the Mandalorian for it to be like that. I think it works out all right. Uh, we'll see how they go on. Uh, like I said, it'll be a little bit different. Uh, Mandalorian, I don't know if they're going to continue under this multi-director format, whereas Kenobi seems to be leaning towards just having Deborah Chow directing every episode, which at least will give a little bit more cohesiveness uh, as opposed to, uh, which uh, probably, if you were to dissect a lot of people's complaints about episodes of The Mandalorian, you would actually probably dissect Wait, how people it. actually complain about The Mandalorian? Oh, yeah, other people, oh, sure people complain about everything. Come on, you so. know. You yeah, know better yeah, yeah. than that. You know better than that. Uh, if you were to dissect the way people complain about The Mandalorian, you probably could break it down by episode and who directed those episodes. Yeah, probably. You'd probably find the best the episodes that people liked the most were probably the Deborah Chow and the Taika episodes so as opposed to like maybe like the Filoni ones where people were complaining about a couple of the Filoni ones saying that it seemed too much like he was trying to direct animation <laughs> which is never fine saw with, any of this which is fine with me but Boba Fett no Boba Fett 
Uh, I I could care less if we ever see Boba Fett. I don't care about Boba Fett. Boba Fett's a nobody to me. (laughs) I don't want to see Boba Fett. I think it would be, uh, you know, people talk about fan service. Uh, The same people, the same people crying fan service at Rise of Skywalker would absolutely wet their pants if Boba Fett showed up in season two of The Mandalorian. We got a and I have no doubt that there'd be the same people complaining. Or that would embrace Boba Fett coming back on the Mandalorian and be the one, same ones complaining about Chewie's metal. <laughs> so uh, it's only fan service when it's only not fan service when it suits them. So I don't want to see Boba Fett at all. I would rather see. Uh, I would. Li- I would like to see some legacy characters, but I don't want to see Boba Fett at all. Nah, it's too mainstream of a character. I would rather see maybe like a cameo Dengar from uh, maybe yeah. I mean Dengar before he gets his improvements. Or uh, maybe while he's getting his improvements. Forlum gets no love. <laughs> Forlum gets no love. Or Zuckus. <laughs> or Zuckus. Yeah, Zuckus gets no love. Where's Zuckus? I have Zuckus as an action figure still. <laughs> but do you have a Forlum with Zuckus on it? No. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, I mean, uh, they could. there's lots of... Uh, uh, let's talk about the whole uh, confusion about people. You know when this takes place, right? Yeah, uh, it's it's after both of you. Yeah, it's after Return of the Jedi. Yeah, but there's people that literally think this takes place during the during the prequels. There's people that think this takes place before the prequels. There's people that think this takes place after the prequels. There's people that think this takes place during the original trilogy. Even though they literally there's talk people, about the Empire being there's dead. There's literally people that think this t- takes place after Rise of Skywalker. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, do you think that they could have done a better job? Explaining when this takes place. I mean, didn't they? Because they talk constantly about what happens when the Empire falls. Yeah. It's, there's a lot of, again, it's dialogue. I can't help it if you're not listening. Thank you. <laughs> at least turn on the subtitles and read. I know. Even if you can't there. understand Werner Herzog, at least, under, at least read Werner yeah. Herzog. I come to see the baby. <laughs> <laughs> I must see the baby. <laughs> Uh, theories about uh, the baby. Uh, there's obviously the uh, the Camino logo on the arm of the. Yeah, uh, the, I don't know the one guy. I don't want. I don't want to put any speculation out there. I'm not sure. You don't. No, I don't know who it is. How dare you? Yeah, imagine that. I wouldn't let it ride out. Let it ride out. Yeah. Whoa. You? You think it's a clone? I don't know. I just keep seeing that meme of uh, Yoda and the Gremlin. So. <laughs> <laughs> or the Grinch. I oh, the the one. new one today is somebody did like a rendering of what a baby, baby Jabba. Jabba. Yeah, I saw, saw it. it. Yeah. It's bad. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. And then people were doing a not the baby thing. I mean, I don't, I don't know if the baby is a clone, but maybe they're trying to clone the baby. Because Do you think the... the, the four, it definitely, well, you, you can get, and again, we know nothing about Yoda species really. Other than the fact that there's Yoda, whatever the female names, Yaddle. yeah, Yaddle. and then so obviously everybody just assumes his species is force sensitive, right? So if you, it harvest, has always been assumed that his species was specifically force sensitive, right. sensitive, only because the only two people from his species have been force sensitive, right? So which that that's, we've ever when, seen. When you think about it, that's a stupid assumption. It is a stupid assumption. Yeah, but, but this this just accelerates that assumption, right? The assumption though, now. Do you think that if it if the child is a clone, is it related to the Palpatine thing anyway? Ooh, dark magic. Secrets only the Sith knew. Wow, I never thought about that. That's interesting. Because who's looking for him? Oh, it's the Empire. Post, does, it, does it work for the? Oh, post okay. the Empire post 
uh, emperor, could it have been one of those robot screen cl- uh, robot screen guys that I that I told that guy to go look for him? Who knows? Yeah. Uh, or uh, the uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Darth Gideon, or not Darth <laughs> Moff Gideon? Yeah. Wow, I never thought about that. Yeah. That could be some. Wow, that would piss a lot of people off if that was the case. Like it was right there in your face the whole time. Exactly, you never saw it. Now, uh, if you just were like the baby, I'll kill for the baby. Forget Baby Groot. Exactly, <laughs> forget Baby Groot. Yeah, a lot of people have uh, already forgotten about Baby Groot. Who? Poor, poor Baby Groot. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Uh, poor Baby Groot. Yeah, uh, even Teenage Groot. Uh, if there's nothing else, we can finish by talking about the dark saber. Right, the dark saber. So it's a trip when you saw it. Yeah, you uh, you see the crash tie fighter, and you're like, oh, he probably survived. But then, right. well, you, you knew he survived. You expect no. him to have survived. He's the bad. But what you don't two. expect is what comes out of the tie fighter <laughs> is a very black looking lightsaber. And I don't know if you've gone that far in the Clone Wars. No? You know nothing of the Black Saber? I already uh, the Dark saw Saber? stuff on uh, YouTube. Oh, you looked it up, though. Okay. Yeah. So you know what's the whole yes. story about the... Because the story of the Dark Saber uh, goes, uh, for those that don't know, in a nutshell, real fast, uh, real trans- fast. transcends <laughs> uh, the Clone Wars and Rebels, because uh, uh, it actually, uh, it, this even connects to Maul in... Uh, Solo, because Maul had the dark saber at one point, uh, and then uh, you know obviously he ended up losing it. By the time of Rebels, the last person you see with the dark saber is uh, is um, Bo-Katan, uh, which is uh, the Mandalorian who uh, Sabine gives it to to be the safeguard of Mandalore. Mandalore. Yeah, uh, so. That's the last time chronology, chronologically that you see the dark saber. So sometime in between, just prior to Rogue One, which is when, because uh, the last end, the end of Rebels takes place just prior to Rogue One. So prior to just prior to Rogue One and the events of the Mandalorian, somehow the, and then of course we know from the dialogue from the Mandalorian himself. That that Moff Gideon guy was on Mandalore, who studied, a who bunch studied, of and yeah. blah blah blah. So somewhere at that point, when he t- when they were on Mandalore during, t- during he, the siege of Mandalore, during yeah. well, not to be confused with the siege of Mandalore that's going to we're going to see in the Clone Wars, right. because a lot of people think that somehow that's going to be related to it. No, that's not related to it at all. That's just going to explain how, if anything, uh, Darth Maul and the others don't end, up, or not Darth Maul, but how uh, uh, Death Watch won't have the dark saber anymore so that doesn't even connect to how uh moff gideon got the saber so uh obviously a lot of speculation that that could mean that uh i would love it if uh you know sabine showed up a live yeah. action sabine live action ahsoka because last time we saw sabine we, and we keep hearing that that's coming last time we saw sabine she was with leaving with ahsoka to go find ezra right who had disappeared into the uh spoilers who had disappeared into the outer regions with, with Thrawn. Thrawn. Yeah. So uh, if they're now, then they're leaving to go look for him. And this, and that's right after Return of the Jedi, that the end of Rebels takes place. That part takes place. So uh, it's totally conceivable that they could think of uh, to bring them into uh, the Mandalorian in relation to the Darksaber. 
Uh, they may not, but uh, it would also be conceivable that we could see Bo-Katan. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'd be interested how they would approach all of them as live action uh, or not. We keep we keep getting teased that we're going to see Ahsoka Tano and Hera right. as live action. Uh, Hera so. would also be great, too. Uh, I could see any of the people that do the voices actually being them in real life, but I don't know if they would do that. Uh, I mean, especially after seeing uh, Tia Sirkar again on The Good Place last night, I would absolutely love to see her as uh, Sabine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, uh, well, of course, uh, <laughs> uh, Bo-Katan, the voice of Bo-Katan was, uh, was uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, Starbuck from Battlestar Galactica. Oh. Um, Katie Sackhoff. Uh, okay, yeah. <clears throat> you know so what you, you have capable people that could play these characters in live action. That it's totally possible they could just get the same people. It's just really unlikely because obviously we've seen uh, what's her face Rosario Dawson's name thrown around oh, as Ahsoka, yeah. which I don't really understand. She wants to do it. I don't understand it. You have Ashley right there. Whatever. Maybe you don't think Ashley knows how to act. I don't know. She acts fine with voice acting, but I don't know how you could do anybody but Ashley Eckstein. But okay. Um, the only thing you didn't touch on was what where the actual what the actual dark saber is. Oh, what it actually is. Yeah, I mean it's kind of it just it's go it's goes back to uh, the uh, the clash between the uh, the origin of it is the clash between the old old Jedi the Jedi of old and the Mandalores of old. They had a Jedi Mandalore war way back in the like in the old Republic days, yeah. the Knights of the old like in the Kotar days. And uh, that's where that comes from. Right. The, 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 the first, the first Mandalore who served as a Jedi. Right. It's his saber. Right. Is, is what it is. Uh, Mandalore the Uniter. Or yeah. Whatever the and hell his name is called. It's passed down. It's passed down to those who are traditionally the ones. Who, it's the Excalibur, the head, the, of like Man- the head of the clan. Right. That protects the Mandalore. It's basically, the Excalibur of Mandalore. Yeah. So. So there you go. Yeah. So it's for obviously for. Uh, Obviously, for somebody who's not a Mandalorian, to be possessing it is a huge deal, right? And but he, again, we're given why it's possibly him that even has it because right. he was on Mandalore, right? Mandalore. So fell. it's not like he could just all of a sudden have it. And he's no. like, "Well, then there was no dialogue explaining why he would have it." No, it was said right then that he was on Mandalore. So there's your dialogue explaining how he can get it. Well, obviously, that's going to be the that's going to be the main plot of, along with I'm sure the child. The the dark saber should be the plot of season two. Yeah, yeah, it's and they probably have something to go together. So, so and we'll see. Yep. All right, I think that uh, pretty much wraps up all of uh, uh, Star Wars. All Star Wars, all the time. Uh, like I said, uh, Resistance ends next week. Uh, we'll see how that if that manages to tie in with. So uh, se- season one is on Disney Plus. Because I, I fell behind. I lost stuff on when my DVR went bad. Oh, okay. So season one is on Disney Plus, I yes. believe. And then I think I have all of season two up until now on my DVR currently. So I shall be able to catch up here pretty soon. I've been binging all kinds of crap over these last few weeks. Some non-Disney stuff, though. But I'm slowly catching up to where I'm supposed to be for everything. Right on. So Yeah, I'm just hoping that at some point maybe we get... Uh, I would love for like Resistance to just end with them... With the Colossus coming out of hyperspace, and uh, they're with the fleet, mm. and then that's how it ends. It's yeah. just like you know that they're there with the fleet. There you go. In uh, re- at Exegol. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. 
or or at least them maybe rendezvousing with the fleet before jumping to Exegol. Uh, presumably, they had, get. presumably they had to re- rendezvous somewhere. Where so Lando, where Lando showed up, right? Here he goes. Yeah, then you get a little cameo from Lando and Chewie in the in uh, the end of uh, Resistance. That's how I would like it, Dan. But we'll Smash see. Cut in. We'll find out next week. So, <coughs> all right. So, uh, yeah, Star Wars. Nothing but Star Wars. Don't let it end. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if you guys have uh, any. Uh, comments or anything about anything we said about star wars whether it was the ride or the movie or the mandalorian or anything else or uh anything but if you don't agree with us we don't care about that uh you can email us mousepire at gmail.com and let us know and we will talk about that on a future episode unfortunately dan probably won't be here but uh if you have anything to address to dan you can still address and then he can answer an email yes sir but uh otherwise um we, I know we have some emails coming up to talk about Star Wars, but first, before we get to those emails, uh, Lunar New Year, let's head back to the parks for okay, non Star Wars. I'm gonna uh, head to the parks real quick, just right? real fast. Let me get in my truck and uh, already. Oh I mean, man, the clinic close at 11. I need gas. Oh, oh. Uh, well, oh. he's definitely not gonna make it. Then. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, went there on Friday, and let's just give a really quick security update wow. over at Toy Story. Yeah. Um, they, uh, basically blocked it off now. Uh, they are loading at the new loading area. Oh, really? They are, cause they blocked off the area for, uh, the buses to come. Yeah. So the buses have to turn into the area now. They probably can move the little barricade they have. Oh, it's one of those water barricades. Oh, yeah. Those, whatever they call them. Those white ones. But, um, so anyway. I know a water bear. <laughs> Ooh. Anyway, uh, over at um, we parked over at uh, Jesse East over mm-hmm. there, the old cast parking, and uh, so we had to walk over. So we're walking, taking the thing, you know, taking the trail over, and then it had a sign saying uh, uh, Disney Shuttle Bus or whatever shuttles. So it had a, a arrow. It's pointing, and it's basically where you were loading before on Jesse's side. And then they put these cones to make a, like a crosswalk to oh, walk yeah. over that area oh. and go head over to the new loading area. So anyway, real quick, it was funny because we're walking and uh, it, it had this sign that said, buses had an arrow and told you to go that way. So I saw the arrow and I went that way and I saw those cones. Okay, so they make a little crosswalk to let you know. So we walk over there and when we get to the other side, there's a cast member there talking to a guest. And then this lady comes up and started complaining because she had to walk all the way around. Oh, oh no. no. And uh, she's not a, all the way around. How come, uh, you know, how come there's no one else telling us to come this way? And I, we had to walk all the way around. And I was thinking, well, I saw the sign that had a arrow tell you where to go. And you didn't have to walk all the way around. <laughs> so that was funny. But Is there security on that side too now? Well, you know. just a bus. No, they just had the bus there. They didn't have the security going or anything. Like I said, it was like one thirty, twelve, or tw- or two o'clock when I got there, so there was no security at all. Just hop on the bus and you know go through security when you get there. So, whatever. That's how I don't know what's going on with the security over there. And no word on bathrooms yet. Uh, no, no word on that. Dirty. But anyway, uh, Lunar Year, New Year, uh, headed over there to check it out and uh, watch the Mulan. Uh, what's it called? Mulan's processional procession. 
not a professional procession. <laughs> Did you get married? I, I yeah. So um, that was pretty cool. They go over to the Paradise. Uh, what was it called Paradise Park? They do their thing over there and the performance over there. So that was pretty cool. Of course, you had all the food booths open and the uh, sip and saver pass. Did you guys get a? How much does it cost? I didn't get the forty. No, I never. Five. Oh, it's like forty-two or same forty-five. Prices, I think is what I saw. Same price as yeah. uh, food and wine. Yeah, I think so. Festival of fatness. No, yeah, right. Well, the festival was more. This time, this is only. Well, I think six. the festivals are those have been up to fifty-five now. Aren't yeah, they? but this one only has six tabs. Right, instead of eight. Right. right. So yeah, I remember saying that last week that it had six. It must be forty-two then, because it's seven dollars a tab. Oh, <laughs> makes sense. We don't you gotta, do math. You gotta buy something if you want a tab. <laughs> anyway, um, tab can't give you tab unless you're some. <laughs> so they have uh, you know all that all that going on over there. It's um. You know, it's pretty cool. I, like I said, I saw that the little procession. I guess I thought they'd just do it over there in Paradise Park, but then I saw a video of some other performance right there by, uh, you know, Goofy Sky School right there going into a uh, stopped garden. in a couple places? Yeah. Well, that one didn't stop. That one just went all the way over there. Hmm. So maybe it's another different type of performance. Hmm. So I, cause that's like, like I said, I saw a video of them just standing right there in that one spot. So you got that going on. And other performances going on inside the gazebo over there, Paradise Garden uh, area. Oh, those always have like drummers and yeah, yeah. That's a cool little spot to hang out in. Yeah, and then like we talked about the little wishing cards or things that you. Oh, yeah, yeah, the hearts. Yeah, uh, we talked about the the pre-show for Ward of Color. Now I didn't see it, but I saw a video, and they have fireworks for that too. Wow. So that's why I said it. Cause I saw I saw it on uh, actually I saw it on, on the Snappies, and um, they well, had, the pre-show. There's fireworks yes, as well. Yes, I mean I uh, World of Color doesn't have fireworks. Right, but the pre-show the pre-show does, but it also has water effects. Yeah, so it's a combo. Yeah, that's cool. So it's pretty. I cool. mean, they might figure since they already have those fireworks over there that they were using for like New Year's and stuff that you know might as well. Use them for other things. Maybe. I don't know. So it's pretty cool to see that they have fireworks. So actually, I'm going to go next time. Oh, well, I don't know if I'm going to make it next time. But it's good. Well, yeah. I mean, I, does it surprise you, fireworks? Chinese, they're like... I know, just first yeah. surprises that they're having fireworks. So there, many, I guess. DCA. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. So, but um, yeah, that's, uh, that's all I saw of it. I didn't really, you know, do too much over there. Uh, the food booths did have a lot of lines, you know, long lines. They uh, were doing pretty good over there because a lot of times you know, during the festivals and food and wine, some don't have any lines or anything. But there's only there's like four, right, four booths. So they did have, you know, uh, a lot of people in line. Now, I didn't even go to the last one, but are, can you still do the um, – I think one of the improvements, which – and I didn't try it. I didn't get anything at this last one, was you to be able to purchase something from a different booth, that, a, you know, a yeah. one. Yeah, and like, go to the other cool. one. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm. I it said they actually even have a line for you, because they uh they had a line said mobile order. Oh wow! Pick up, I think it said pick up. It said mobile order, so I think you go there and you wait and you know you tell them your name or whatever and your food will be ready. So yeah. that's cool. I like that. You can go to any booth and order you know off the menu. Off any menu. Yeah, yeah, so that's kind of cool. It's really cool because you can find the shortest line and <laughs> order. Yeah, for you. That's yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. That's kind of cool. I got to get over there. How, that runs till the beginning of February? I is think it? Like, so. Like, what's it, like two more weeks? This week and next week? 
Probably. I know what I'm doing next weekend. <laughs> we'll be at uh, the parks. I definitely want to get over there the, and try and get that uh, Kylo. So yeah, Lunar cool. You're the snake right here. <laughs> That's what I am. Yeah. All right, so that uh, brings us to the end now, move and we back. can uh, move on to some uh, mail uh, and see what uh, other people hopefully thought about the the movie or didn't think about the movie. I don't know. So what do we got? This is going to be interesting. This is going to be very, very interesting. <laughs> you know who this is from. Yeah, because we already know that he didn't like it. <laughs> 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 I'll try to go easy on him. Uh, please do. All right, this is from Miles and... Uh, it's the Rise of Skywalker, the Mandalorian review. Oh, he did both. Wow, watch out. Yes. He, knew, he knew what we were doing. Yeah, I told yeah. him that he needed to watch the Mandalorian finish it. Rise of Skywalker was an okay movie. It doesn't have the same failures of The Last Jedi. Seeming resolve the events of the past movie by ignoring them completely. I respect fine with the, this decision. However... It doesn't make The Rise of Skywalker a good movie. It draws from and creates things that haven't even been in the other trilogies. Uh, It's never explained where the Knights of Ren were in the past two movies or where the Sith Wayfinder comes from either. It tells nothing of prior events as and as someone who only seen the movies and shows, I am left to assume how everything worked out. My other problem with the Rise of Skywalker is that Rey's character arc leaves something to be desired. She can't, fo- she can't focus enough to complete the training course, yet has the resolve to force heal. Worst of all, she buries Anakin's lightsaber in the sand, which he has expressed his distaste for, and calls herself Skywalker. Running away from her problems instead of coming to terms with them. However... Star Wars is Star Wars, no matter how horrendous. I give Rise of Skywalker a 5 out of 10. I don't even know how to respond to that without being rude. He sounds, <laughs> he sounds just like the internet, if anything. I'm only going to respond to one thing, and I'll let Dan address him without, so I don't get angry. <laughs> I'm only going to address as somebody who claims to have watched cartoons. He should know better about the Sith Wayfinder, because it's clearly just a specialized holocron. Yeah, yeah. You should know that from his visits to Batu. You should know that from visits to Batu and from yeah. watching the cartoons because Holocron's game in big and Rebels with Ezra and Maul and all that thing. So all I'm gonna say is, in 20 years, he's gonna feel different. Yeah, and be like, that wasn't that bad. <laughs> I just want to do want to go back real fast and uh, address the whole. Uh, the Knights of Ren reminded me of something. I do agree that. They just seemed like as if they weren't really supposed to have been there the whole time, like as if there was just supposed to be something that popped up just now. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that maybe it should have been explained where they were this whole time or if they were out doing, uh, you know, uh, minion things for him, for him around the galaxy. Probably. But I will address one thing that uh, now that my exhibit number three for uh, the why they knew what they were doing from the beginning uh, think back to uh, Ray's vision that she has when she touches Luke's lightsaber yeah. in uh, Maz's castle. What does she see? She sees the Knights of Ren with Kylo Ren and a bunch of dead bodies around. If you look, go back and watch uh, The Force Awakens and you look closely at those dead bodies, those dead bodies are the same ones from 
Mustafar at the beginning of Rise of Skywalker. Oh, are they? Yeah, so it's, mm. a, it's a vision of the future that she has seen. And then if you also listen some of the, obviously some of the uh, other vision and the dialogue that is in that vision uh, relates back to this movie. So uh, obviously seeds, either either he smartly went back and he remembered what he did for that vision or it was it was already set to happen uh, to all to begin with. So now again, there's always stuff that you're gonna get in in comics and all this stuff explained. Um, this month, actually, um, the Kylo Ren series, yes, actually does go back and explain then like a little bit more about the Knights of Ren, right? So that's just one of those things. Like you know, um, actually, let's let's throw back to this. But one of probably one thing you probably could say about the Rise of Skywalker is that the the it would have been the same. Without the Knights of Ren, yeah, you just wouldn't have gotten his little, oh, well, his little on. Han Solo <laughs> bow at the end, which was an internet sensation, which, by the way, which I did love because it was very yeah. Han Solo. Well, that's uh, um, um, don't start because that's the whole thing. You've seen the Indiana Jones. It, it was on Big Bang Theory. Oh yeah, the whole Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones didn't need to do anything because the Nazis would have just opened the thing and right <laughs> been done anyway. But oh man, I lost my train of thought. But I could I could counter that argument though too. Yeah. Well, okay, well, I'm not just no. to say that. <laughs> not on no, this just to say that. Just to say real quick, Indy's job was to get the Ark back, and he did that. He right. wasn't there to that's fight true. Nazis. That, he was true. there to get the Ark. That's true. That's true. Uh, man, I had it. And it's gone again. Oh, um, <laughs> the Crimson the Crimson Guard, the Crimson Guard was the same way. The Crimson oh. Guard. Everybody loved the Crimson Guard, but they don't have anything to do with the movies. They got nothing. And then um, the it's it's Legends now, but a comic came out for the Crimson Guard, and it was a hit. It was a, it was a big hit. This comic was so. I, some things are better left unsaid. There's just a little bit of mystique to it, right? All right. He says I don't have much to say uh, about the Mandalorian. I enjoyed seeing a story without war, where most characters are either defined by loved ones. Or greed. The Mandalorians themselves are awesome, though focuses on the one. Baby Yoda is a great character as well as he shows what the Force is like in someone who isn't trained to use it. These are just my general thoughts as there are a lot of specifics that I don't want to spoil. And knowing Disney, there will probably be another season. So far, the Mandalorian is a rising phoenix out of ten. All right, thank, thank you for your, uh, even if we don't agree with you, uh, thank you for your email. Don't be discouraged from emailing more, but try to agree with us more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would probably never happen. No, that's not going to happen. That's fine. Way out there. Whatever. <laughs> All right, our next email is from Wreck-It Rachel. Yeah. Hey. She says, hey, guys, welcome back. Thank you so much for the flattering comments on my cookies. Oh, yeah, I'll agree with the gingerbread, by the way. Yeah, where's my <laughs> yeah, gingerbread? It was really good. That made, that made me so happy you like them so much, especially the gingerbread. They are homemade. It's a Martha Stewart recipe. Ooh, I'll, I'll make more. Please. Maybe she makes some special ones because, you know, Snoop Dogg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Creco cookies were, were also a Betty, Betty Crocker recipe. I used dark chocolate, not milk, and I'm not sure how I made them so fudgy. She says, I've never made them before. You need to make them again. (laughs) She said, I'll have to make them again. (laughs) She says, Star Wars, what a ride. My mind mind was blown a few times, especially when General Hux made his reveal, and his only reason for 
Being a spy was to get back at Kylo Ren. He hates that guy. Yeah, that's petty. <laughs> then he died. <laughs> Bye. I, I was sad. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part was... No, no one's ever really truly gone. True. Oh, there you go. Huxes. <laughs> oh, he's dead. My favorite part was the Ben Solo redemption. His character arc, I think, has been amazing. I know a lot of people thought he was annoying and whiny, and he was, yes, but I also saw... I mean, saw, he's no Anakin. <laughs> but I also saw the torment behind that. He was a tortured soul. Uh, Adam Driver was so good in that role. I loved his end. It made me cry. It was the perfect end to his character. We'll, we'll hold on. We'll always remember his last words. Ow. <laughs> That's it. That was his last it word. Is his la- his yeah. actual last word is dad. Yeah, but he did say the last thing he but said yeah, was... yeah, the last thing he actually says is ow. Ow. Uh, she said it was truly the best way. I was very satisfied with the saga's ending. Ray's yellow lightsaber was awesome. I bet those buried lightsabers will be coming into play in some show or another movie at some point. Can't wait to hear your thoughts, Rachel. I think that kid with who got the broom is going to find him. <laughs> there you you go. Know from the Last Jedi. Oh, that'd be full circle. And the kid from the Last Jedi movie everybody hated, but this kid's the one that found him. That'd be interesting. All right, she has another be email. Best for the people who hated both of them. Yeah. She has another email. She says, "I forgot my movie rankings. Here's my rankings from best to worst." You guys ready? Yeah. All right, here we go. She put Empire. Yep. She put. A New Hope. Wow. Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Wow. Well, so she's just one, two, three on the first three then. <laughs> Rogue One. Wow. <laughs> I like your reaction. Oh, because Rogue One's my two. Okay. Uh, Force Awakens. Yeah. yeah. Rise of Skywalker. Well, none, no prequels yet. The Last Jedi. That's a throw. I'd put Revenge, uh, Revenge of the Sith, of the Sith. yeah, Jedi. before Last Jedi. She has Revenge of the Sith next. Okay. Solo and Clone Phantom tie for last. Oh, I okay. I, I, I could dig the tie for last. I always put Clones last myself. No, no, no. I could I'll, dig. I'll put, I'll put Phantom last. Really? Clones. Yeah, I think Clones I think, is Cl- I think Clones. Phantom has way better moments. Uh, it's, uh, it I has, think it's because you were hyped after 22 years of nothing. I just think there's way better uh, not boring moments in that movie because okay. I, I already... The whole I mean, you know, like the scene on, uh, on. Um, There's so much boring in that movie. I can't remember. Why can't I remember planet names today, like at all? <laughs> Naboo. Naboo. Yeah, you don't. You don't like the. When they're the, rolling around. They're, in the, yeah, they're rolling around in the field. See all that, <laughs> and then, yeah. then, like I said, I don't like that that speeder chase at the beginning. I don't like all the middle where they yeah, don't talk. I don't like all that do. middle where they're doing nothing. I mean, they're doing a lot more on Canto Bite than they're than they're doing on Naboo. That's but you sure. saw Yoda with a lightsaber. At the end, yeah, okay. The I, I, I the, the end is <laughs> he great. He's got the ending piece. This guy over here. I mean, C three PO with a clone with a with a with a with a with oh a the droid right, yeah. head on. Come on. All right. Uh, as for the Clone Wars and uh, Phantom Menace, she says there are equal elements of both those movies. I love and dislike, so there are the same. I can't argue with that. I mean, it's easy to tie them. Also, the Ewok Adventures is amazing. Oh, my God. I love, <laughs> I, I'd love to see it again. However, I was like eight last time I saw it. Wait, the first? That's why it was amazing, because were, you were eight. You know, she didn't mention the second one. Well, yeah. Well, hold on. Like, like, that's, like, that's like saying Full House is good. 
<laughs> it was when you were young. Watch it now, and it's a pile of. That's like know. all the people. I don't get all the people who 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 will get on and maintain that the old Ducktales is better than the new Ducktales. I'm like, oh. did you ever you seen the old Ducktales? It's kind of cheesy. Like immediately, I mean, I liked it, and I still do, but it's it's kind of yeah. cheesy. This new one's a lot smarter. All right, she says the the blue way the Blu Ray is eighty bucks on Amazon. Hopefully, it'll be wow. on. Hopefully, it'll be on Disney Plus soon. <laughs> You know, she did mention the holiday special. <laughs> no, she did not. No, we don't talk about that. Or the droids or Ewoks animated series. Yeah. Oh, the droids animated series. The droids animated well, series. What's I it? Wasn't that the Great Heap or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, I remember The Great that. Heap. Yeah. The Great Heap, I think it was, all, well, it was actually in the comic first. And then they I think it. I had that one as one of the. Remember those seven inches that you used to like, follow along reading? Yes. Yeah, I think I had that. I oh, had yeah. yeah. Did you ever have the Hoojib one, too? Uh,. No, I know what a hoojib is from some friends of yours. Yes, um, but I don't remember that because the one there was a seven inch of the of okay. the planet of the hoojib called planet of the hoojib. Okay, I know I had the great heap one. The hoojibs actually no, I think I came from the thing. comic first, but then they were in that seven inch. Okay, that was kind of cool. All right, well, thank you for your emails and the cookies. Thank you, Rachel. Yes, that was it. Yes, for her. All right, because Dan's here. Oh, you're not done. Oh, you're not done. Okay, cool. All right, next email is from Giselle the Gazelle. Yeah. Ten times cooler. Yeah. She says, you can call me Jen Ursel. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I dig it. Hello, my brother. She's dead, though. <laughs> she says, get it? It didn't work. Let Je- Jen Ursel from that movie that I didn't really like where everyone dies, you know, the guy with the eye. So what? she didn't like Rogue One? Just because everybody died? But well, her favorite character is from that movie. Yeah, but like halfway through, you figured out they're all going to die. Halfway through, <laughs> I it didn't dawn on me until later. Like you thought somebody's gonna get off, and then you're like, "Oh, they're all gonna die." She oh. <laughs> yeah. says, "What up, guys? It was so nice seeing you on Friday, Diggs and Jose. What a surprise! Sorry, I didn't get to hang, hang out more. My cousins just became annual pass holders, and it's so exciting to be in the park all together." Do they? Do they? Do your cousins stay up late though? That's the thing. Um, she left because she got cold. Is that what I just said? <laughs> it was really because of Jose. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty. It was not as crazy as I expected it to be at all in either parks. It was weirdly empty, and I'm not complaining about it at all. Had a few drinks, my normal Rose Regal, and I actually tried the Yaki Soba noodles with chicken meatballs. They were okay. But the grapefruit spritzer engine. So good. Wait, where's this at anyway? Um, I don't know. Somewhere over there, DCA. Is it one of the um, the, the lunar? Yeah, I'm okay, pretty sure the, the noodles right. ones. She says, "I wish uh, they had that last year. The park was ten times better after I had <laughs> one of those babies." Ooh, <laughs> I'm sure she was cold? <laughs> huh? <laughs> she went home because she was cold. Huh? Yeah, I know. Huh? She should have been warm, right? Yeah. Anyways, let's talk about Star Wars. Star Wars. Well, I actually don't have much of a critique on it. I really enjoyed it. I cried a lot during most of the movie. Leia dying, Chewie crying when he found out. Chewie cries, we all cry, I told you. Ben seeing Han out in the middle of the sea when Ben saves Rey and then dies right after. It was really an emotional movie, but it was perfect. I saw it in, in Dolby where my whole body shakes just from the noise, so it was intense. Also, the visual aspects of the abandoned Death Star in the wild ocean was insane. 
Visually, the movie was stunning. Finding out Ray was a Palpatine, dead. I could watch that movie probably ten more times and not get bored. Can't wait to hear about all of the things you liked about the movie. Tomorrow is my first day back of the semester. Wish me luck. Good night, party people. <laughs> Love, G. Now, that's really uh, interesting, you know, that turnaround from I don't, I don't like Star Wars to that. So I, I think it's really cool uh, how she went and watched all the movies and just to get her ready for the last one. That's really cool. Well, when they say the, the, the dark side is a pathway to many things people consider to be unnatural. Unnatural. Yeah, so <laughs> welcome to the dark side. There you go. <laughs> No, that's cool. That's cool that you ever, always catch people who were like, no, nah, I'm not into it. And then, hey, no, actually, why don't you sit and watch this? And actually think, that's pretty good. You don't got to be as geeky as us about it, but just enjoy something. You know, Star Wars, enjoy it. Email. Exactly. All right. Well, thank you for your email there, Giselle the Gazelle. And uh, hopefully we can hang out next time in the parks. Yeah, I haven't talked to her. I haven't seen her in a while. What do I got going on? I not much. I didn't make it to the parks this weekend, like I said, because the new ride opened and I knew it was going to be kind of crazy back there. Although I understand the parks haven't been too bad, like the rest of the parks haven't been too bad. I know I'll get there. I'll get to the parks for sure probably this weekend uh, to do a little bit some lunar. I want to check out the lunar stuff. I don't. I still don't think I'm going to get there in time to, for the ride. I gotta. That's going to have to be planned out. I should get there as long as I'm seeing stuff that you got to be there at eight to get the boarding pass. It's probably going to wait a little while. Yeah, I agree. So I'll, I'll, I'll get to that. I'm not. I'm not in a rush for that. Uh, now check out the lunar stuff. I want to see how big that uh, mug is for Kylo. If it seems reasonable, I might pick one up because I envision a little space battle with the popcorn bucket, <laughs> like hanging from fishing line, like I was talking about in my class. Oh, I thought you and your boy was going to go and fight together. I have the other TIE fighter. He, he's an actual TIE fighter. Too, he got it for something he did at school. Which must oh, have right, been, right, right. It must have been on clearance or something <coughs> somewhere. I think that's all I got planned. Not much. Um, when are those 80s nights and all that? Isn't that coming up? I think that January 30th, I think. 29th. It is uh, the last Wednesday. Are they okay, going to do anything for Valentine's Day this year? Or last so year it's a week, a week and a half away. Yeah, the Sweethearts Night. Well, is... no, I know they got that, but you know how the park had the... Uh, oh, I don't know. Maybe. The park had the... Not that I care. It's too early for my, that. My sweetheart doesn't even have a pass anymore. <laughs> we probably won't hear about that until about a week or two before Valentine's. Once we probably get through most of Lunar New Year, then they'll start talking about Valentine's yeah. Day. You know how it goes. Yeah. You know what? It, depending on how this works out, I, I might be able to actually... in the. I have a week off in February... Actually, I have this random week off. Uh, maybe I'll make the check out to the park then if it's still kind of crazy. Because I can get up and be down there. That's usually off season. So we'll see how that goes. But no, I got nothing planned going on other than that. We've got that. I, we, I talked in the email about how Diggs and I went to go Oga's and Temple's and right. drinks. That was pretty oh, good. Oh, you want to talk about what you ate? Oh, man. Uh, Do you have the charcuterie? No, it's the other one, the bits. Oh, you had the bits. Yeah. Basically my, like the peanut, the uh, bar well, peanuts, barnets. Yeah. It's the equivalent of barnets. I mean, I don't know what it was. It was different stuff. Some of it was good. I picked up what I thought was a pea, <laughs> ate it, and it was wasabi. <laughs> and that didn't go over well. Uh, and then that black chip was seaweed. Yeah. Yeah. That was, we picked it. Was it you that told us that or was it Rob, huh? Yeah. 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 
he bit it and he's like, oh, it's seaweed. I'm like, no wonder I, as soon as I bit it, I was like, ah. <laughs> no, it's too bitter for me. I don't like seaweed. It's too salty. So, <laughs> yeah, it was good. Now, we got, we got positioned right in front of Rex. So that was actually kind of cool. We got to see his whole little show. His whole little, we got to see the little shutdown and then yeah. when, they, when they bring him back. So that was kind of cool. Talking to some, we see, got seated with some other people. As, uh, well, we didn't get seated. We were standing on a table with some other people. And we got standed. Yeah, we got standed. They were nice. <laughs> they are asking us a bunch of stuff. They are from San Francisco or something. That was kind of right. cool. Well, if you can't tell, that's been uh, pretty much what I've been doing is all Star Wars all the time. <laughs> right. <laughs> been doing that. Excited to play some uh, Monopoly here eventually, some Sabak. I haven't even opened that set yet. I bought a Sabak set. I haven't opened it yet. So I'm going to do that. That's it. Cool. All Star Wars all the time. You got to know math for that. Yeah, yeah, you got to count. That's what I heard. Yeah. It's got dice, though, so. You got to do negatives, too. Yeah. Ooh, that's hard. Yeah, it is. Okay. <laughs> I warned you. <laughs> All right, well, hey, if you guys. We're not playing dominoes. <laughs> All right, if you guys. Bones. You guys Bones. have your uh, thoughts on whatever we said and. Um, Bring it. All that kind of stuff. You know what to do. Email us. Mousepire at gmail.com. Subject line, Star Wars or Rise of Skywalker. Or I have a bad opinion, <laughs> if you have one. Tiny Miles. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but you do. Do you have a special occasion coming up? Looking to personalize your trip with a keepsake? Create customized buttons for birthdays, engagements, family vacations, even bridal parties. Or just because. Check out ButtonsByDigs.com today. Buttons by Digs. Buttons by Digs. Remember, those are buttons, not pins. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of the Mouse Part Podcast, our Rise of Skywalker Star Wars Review Show. Holiday edition. No, no, we don't talk about that, right? The holidays are over anyway. Oh, no, Wait, no. no one here, though. <laughs> no, no. No. Athenisa has holidays going on in here yeah. with the cargo ship and supply ship or something landing over here in the town. <laughs> they called the rebels, you know, the ghost had to come in and uh, help out at uh, Harry Potter. It sounds like an episode of Doctor Who. This is it. No more Star Wars ever. No, that's what <laughs> some people wish. But uh, uh, still, as far as we know, we're still supposed to be getting a Star Wars movie in 2022, as far as we know. Until they change their mind. Until they change their mind. Until then, we have uh, rumor has it that there are two more animated series in the works uh, coming uh, at least... There's rumors that there is a Rebels sequel coming this fall, uh, probably from Dave Filoni. Uh, the other animated series might be from the same people who are working on Resistance. The people that are running Resistance might be the second animated series. We don't know uh, for sure. We have a second season of The Mandalorian coming. Yeah. That's for sure. Uh, Obi-Wan uh, Kenobi series coming at some point. Uh, the Cassian series had some hiccups and has been delayed, but as far as we know, it's still happening. Uh, there was, uh, some stupid rumors about the Kenobi series being canceled, uh, canceled yeah, but those that. were people being stupid and bad journalism. Uh, shocker. <laughs> uh, so as far as we know, those things are still happening. So, and as I said, resistance ends next week. So that'll be the end of that. And like I said, hopefully two more animated series, at least one coming, and of course, uh, less than a month from today, hopefully, uh, the last of the Clone Wars. Which people are all uptight about because the animation looks different. Uh, the animation looks better. 
because it's a amalgam of the animation between Clone Wars and Rebels, which makes for I think really amazing animation. And those people can also suck it. <laughs> uh, that's coming, and uh, we don't know how my, how we know it's probably about uh, I think ten episodes or so. Uh, it's probably yeah, about like three or four arcs uh, within those ten episodes ish. Two episodes of filler, including uh, <laughs> Siege of Mandalore. Yeah, and uh, we know that the first arc is the Bad Batch arc, which uh, anybody who went to a celebration at some point that I didn't go to uh, actually already technically saw that arc, but in a animatic form. Ooh, yeah, we're months out from celebration too. Yes, and then yeah. of course uh, Star Wars Celebration coming up in uh, seven. Months from now? Yeah, about almost exactly. Seven and a half months from now ish. I'm there. Uh, we're all there. And uh, yeah, so uh, still uh, the Skywalker Saga, the nine episodes of Star War- Skywalker Saga are, is done. But uh, Star Wars lives on thanks to Disney. Uh, despite the uh, people who hate that Star Wars is owned by Disney, we have Star Wars thanks to Disney, and that's all that matters to me. We'll continue to have it because of Disney. Yes. And uh, Star Wars lives over in Disneyland when you can get your Millennium Falcon bucket and uh, the Kylo Ren uh, mug sipper bucket. Someone said mug sipper. Mug sipper. Uh, no, no, no. Someone said uh, sipper bucket. I saw sipper people bucket. referring to it as a sipper. I never saw anybody refer to it as a bucket. I saw a sipper bucket. Okay. I was like, a sipper bucket. So, yeah, you can go grab your sipper bucket over there and uh, okay. and uh, that, uh, what was it? The tumbler. Yeah, the $25 metal tumbler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get that old Galactic Grill. Maybe can't even yep. catch some Mandalorian merchandise. Yeah, It's been hard to find. There will be more coming soon. Uh, also, don't forget that this year, uh, and one of the reason, the things going on at Star Wars Celebration, this year is the 40th anniversary of Empire Strikes Back. Ooh, that's right. So we're going to be seeing a lot of cool Empire Strikes Back uh, merchandise this year, and uh, I'm loving it uh to any time to celebrate the uh, the best movie of uh, of all. I'll have to save my money for celebration because I know I'm going to buy stuff. Uh, don't forget you have the Lunar New Year going on over at DCA. Go check that out. Check out the entertainment and uh, get your fat time on over there in the park with all the food booths and get your Sip and Saver Pass for $42 we saw. Uh, annual pass holders get a discount and a lanyard. Ooh, lanyard. Yes. Love me some lanyards. And speaking of fat time, don't forget that uh, we're just a few short weeks away from uh, the uh, DCA Food and Wine Festival. So wow, it's uh, as I mentioned last week. It's just from one thing right into the next, one and then food into to the, the next, next, and then into the next. Yeah, so it's all involving food. It's all about the food and the fat time. So yeah. So of course uh, you. Find out anything that uh, you need to know, whether it's about Star Wars or Disney or uh, Star Wars and Disney at the same time. You can follow us on the Facebook, Mousepire, at Mousepire on Twitter and Instagram, and, of course, Mousepire on the Snappy Snapchats. Uh, no TikTok quite yet. <laughs> uh, we, we didn't get any funny, emails. Funny dances. We didn't get any emails about TikTok. Okay, well, screw TikTok for the time being. You can catch me on Instagram at Dan's Disney Adventures, where I post pictures of the park because why not? People even like them; it's kind of cool. Also, I started a YouTube page too. Oh, I, did I think you? I mentioned that. Yeah, I just take the videos off my phone. Really, is what it's for. But people watching like those too. So, cool. ah, whatever we're doing, I try to be different. 
we catch which we, we you know as a pass holder try to go to the park to catch different things not just the whole standard so eh, if i film it i'll throw it up there cool random stuff sometimes it's 15 minutes long sometimes it's just until a two minute sequence <laughs> check it out dan's disney's event Dan, i can't even say my own instagram dan's disney adventures on instagram and on youtube uh, you can find me on Instagram at Blue1313. Also, follow buttons by Diggs on Instagram. Uh, there you'll see your button orders going out. Help support the podcast by heading over to dgpclothing.com. Get your mouse pirate gear or create your own gear. Also, follow us on the YouTubes. Head over there. Search Mouse Pirate Podcast. Hey, don't forget to subscribe and hit the bell. Got to hit the bell over there on uh, Dan's, too. Yeah. So you get notified when new content is put up. Come through. Yes. You can also uh, help support the podcast by going over to patreon.com slash mousepire. And you can listen also on radio.com, Spotify, TuneIn. Wherever else good podcasts are. Served. Google Play. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. So there you go. Not, to- not TikTok, though. No, not TikTok. Yet. Not yet. Maybe you should have Miles do the TikTok. Um. I don't know. They want to see him dancing. <laughs> but speaking of Miles, you can follow him. You can follow him over on uh, Instagram at Miles Around the Parks. So there you go. Who follows Dance Disney Adventures? Who and follows? Dance Disney Adventures follows Miles Around the Park. Yes, they do. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and until next time, remember: Hey, if you don't like Star Wars, it's going to be still here after you're long and dead and gone, because all of us are going to be long dead and gone because of climate change so uh just get used to the star wars get used to disney owning star wars suck it so for ray finn poe hux kylo and all those others and everybody else that i left carrie fisher and mark hamill and luke and Malaya and han and harrison ford and uh chewbacca (laughs) and everybody else and baby yoda uh i'm anthony i'm dan i'm Diggs. bye And may the force be with you, always. Let the past die. Kill it. Happy beeps. No, no, the one I'm pointing to. No, no, no! This podcast is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. Audio, sound bites, and other clips are property of their copyright holders. All original stuff is ours and property of mousepire.com. Here are a complete review of the film with favorite moments and memorable characters. <laughs> are we ready to flip it? And reverse it. <laughs> Alright, here we go. Orange drink. <laughs> In five, four, three, uh, two, one. Rub it down. Whoa. Oh. <laughs>